I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My cup runneth over in Pinot Grigio, hold up. You bogus in the Lambo if you ain't lifting the door up. You bogus popping pills if you ain't picking the hoe up. You bogus running out on your kid, my nigga grow up. For God's sake, like a wedding cutting large cake. For large steaks, let the hammer bang broad day. Hey, never mind what the blogs say. Do what my mind and my heart say. My philosophy profit off of my properties. Get it flipping, we got to be rich. That broke shit is obsolete. Possibly off of my rocker, watch how you watching me. Sophisticated, psychotic flies, a pilot officially solid. All you wish you could get, I got it. Unlimited titanium, nigga, what's in your wallet? How to gladiator college, I made it summa cum laude. Where you clowns couldn't have got a cap and gown if you bought it. I pilot with Saudis, buying crude oil and diamonds. Hustle January, July, fly to Dubai. A broke nigga telling me behind, I'm dividing the pies. Like a blind nigga telling me it's an eye for an eye. Bullheaded and stubborn, I be that way till I die. But find a nigga with more hustle than me, I dare you to try. And according to the hand on my Audemars, it's my time to shine. So fuck y'all. That why I don't trust a motherfucker Seen a nigga snitch on him all Shoot at his brother Go to prison in love with a bitch And a nigga fuck him I seen real G destroyed by real suckers Innocent ladies raping defenseless Babies abducted Such a horrible truth But you see it over and over It's nothing Get numb to it and your heart grow colder Pacify your pain with a chain and a rope Fuck it Justify your action with stacking your dough up He sure would a brick of cocaine and baking soda Just enough for me to blow up Nigga, hold up, switch the flow up Could these niggas be snitching so much? I promise all they missing some bad coffee and donuts Go to jail, so what? All right, here we go I was a fiend before I became a teen I melted microphones instead of cones of ice cream Music orientated So when hip hop was originated Fitted like pieces of puzzles Complicated Cause I grab the mic and try to say yes y'all They try to take it And say that I'm too small Hey welcome to the Black Goutes Podcast Your host Rod and Karen And we're in the house on a very special Thursday uh, The first episode of the new year Karen Yes sir 2013 in the house And uh breaking in as the first official guest of the new year yes uh we went and got a, a voice that you guys should be very familiar with mm-hmm. um you know either listening to his podcast the hater radio show or his youtube channel which is also hilarious um, yes it is or even if you're just arguing with this man on facebook all the time <laughs> <laughs> you should know the voice of the dark hater from the Haterazzi radio show. What, say what's up, man. Hey, what's up? It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, uh, man, it's good to get caught back up with you, man. It it's, is. it's been too long. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, I, like, uh, Dark Hater sometimes takes hi- uh, hiatuses from his show. He has seasons and, and takes breaks and stuff. So I never feel, know if it's right to bring him on when he doesn't have anything to promote or if I need to wait for some shows to come out. So well, as soon as I see a couple shows in a row, I'm like, all right, we gotta get this brother back on. <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm always ready to. So anytime. All right, that's what's up, Ooh. man. So, um, I guess, uh, first things first, man, you got any, uh, New Year's resolutions, man? You do all that or you, you're nah, not big on that you know i don't believe in that okay you know because all i'm gonna be doing is lying to myself <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll say i'm not gonna do something and i'll be right back doing it so <laughs> if you know if i'm gonna start a resolution it's gonna be it might be in march <laughs> March resolution. i like also like the idea that you immediately went with the stuff that you don't want to do like yeah. it was like I don't want to say I'm not gonna be doing something instead of the positive like oh I don't want to say I'm gonna start working out you was like oh, okay I could cut out these cigarettes but nah I, I, yeah. I, I'm not too. <laughs> let's not get anybody's hopes up you know what I mean <laughs> there you go uh, my new see I, I figured a way around this man I've been thinking about it my New Year's resolutions are all a month long and okay. my first New Year's resolution is to go to the gym. And get in the way of all the fit people that go there all the damn time. Oh, that's already happening. And fuck up the machines for them. So, you know. Yes. I, that way, yes. when they bitch about it, they're like, oh, you, you're doing a New Year's resolution. You ain't going to stick with it. But for a month, I go, well, that was the resolution. I just want to do it for a month anyway, nigga. Now, get off the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> and make them mad. They don't know the protocol, the rules, the regulations. Be sweating on shit. Don't spray <laughs> shit down. You'll be like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I'll be glad when May come and y'all won't be here no more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just go in the parking lot and wander around aimlessly, fucking up traffic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, I was worrying about that, man. And then um, also, uh, since the last time we talked to you, man, I think uh, from listening to the show, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you officially got a, a girl now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we've been going stronger over a year now. Oh man, that's good, man. That's wonderful to hear, man. Um, now, uh, I know your audience, right? I've been to some of the uh, live events that you've hosted and on Block TV and whatnot. Yeah, they they're very uh, trollalicious, is what I how I would describe them. <laughs> is, is now having a girl around that is that an issue? Like, do you have to put them in check? Like, hey, now, fellas, let's calm down, or, or is it? Uh, no, I mean, because she was, you know, she she she's a you know a public figure as well you know online mm-hmm. you know so she was getting that before she got with me so okay. i gotta you know just deal with that so she could handle it that's that's the, that was yeah. the key okay i was wondering man because uh you know we got a few trolls and shit that listen to the show and uh i don't know if you remember your boy uh tim allen heller Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's still mad. Uh, oh really? He still mess with you guys? <laughs> he's still yes, mad, sir. Like that dude. It's been over a year, man. Like I don't even care anymore. He's still mad. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I was wondering. Yeah, I was. I was like, yeah, man. You know, like I, I've been on the internet long enough to understand trolling and the whole culture behind it. And yeah, the, um, the whole culture behind trolling was uh, somewhat new to me. Um, yeah. because I guess I wasn't like, uh, years ago, Roger dealt with the message boards and things like that. See, I wasn't a part of that. So Twitter was kind of like my first quote unquote message board per se. And it's not really a message board. Right. And so yeah. to me, the whole trolling thing was kind of new. So I really didn't understand the concept. And now I'm like more used to it now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I still try my best to be very, uh, nice to people. Um, yeah. 
to an extent uh, a lot of times i just ignore people i think uh you and roderick and i want to put brandon and chris on that list y'all are like the masters of it um yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm just not at that level because see, if i start trolling everybody would think i'm just a complete asshole to call me a cunt because i'm a woman mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'd be like little motherfucker just leave me alone but this is the family you know what I'm like for some reason when women troll it's kind of perceived differently or am i wrong um well go ahead you know, okay. and trolling's just like that like you know because i i do a lot of trolling and sometimes people don't get it sometimes the people think that i'm being serious yeah. and you know, um, because, you know, because of my brand, you know, on my show, it's a mixture of comedy and serious social commentary. So you really know, never know when I'm trolling. And sometimes I just decide to mess with people. I see somebody tweet something. I say, you know what? I'm going to mess with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I do that on my on my Facebook. You know, I, I'll troll people. I'll just go through and just random people on my friends list. If they, you know, they make an update, they update their status. I'll troll them. <laughs> And they don't know if I'm serious or not, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> it, it's yeah, kind of it's, it's an art form. It's kind of like when uh, comedians uh, will sometimes uh, do crowd work. Is what it reminds yeah. me of. How like you know the same comedian that could be making a serious social statement about I don't know black on black violence could re- turn around to the audience and then just do two minutes on how black this dude in the first row is and yeah. You know, I, I like to me, that's how I view trolling. But yeah, um, there's I think there's the comedic level of trolling. Yeah. And then there's the like motherfuckers with like social problems and shit, but they got Internet connections. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's like I can't really have these. Uh, I can't talk around regular people. So I'm just going to use the Internet to get all this anger and shit out. Like last night I was uh, watching TV and um, LeBron James. Uh, put up some crazy ass stat line. It was something stupid, like thirty two points, fifteen rebounds, nine assists, something. Oh my god, I must have triple double. Yeah, and so I, I just I typed the stat line out, and it was like, man, LeBron James just another night at the office, you know, because the dude's pretty good. And some dude hit me back, was like, Dick Rider. <laughs> for saying the nigga was good like god damn you can't even say his stat line or, or apparently you on this dude's dick and uh you know so uh I, I just responded back like really or some shit and uh the dude was no no i responded back uh blocked and that was a joke because I, I don't really block people unless they go way over the line but it's like a joke we're running like oh you said something you fucked up my joke blocked and uh Apparently, dude got mad for real, man. He was like, I'm blocking you, and and I won't read any of your responses, and, and all this shit, man. I was just like, yo, man, it's amazing. Like, uh, sometimes the troll person is the people who I feel are the most sensitive people on the internet, because they remember everything. I was looking to, like, lash out, and, you know, especially the dudes that, like, take the shit serious, man. Like, there's no joke to it for them just yeah. fucking with people like it's crazy yeah yeah it, it, you know it's like it's kind of like the onion you know the onion is, is it it's done very seriously uh they, they hire professional you know people who actually went to school for um newscasting and then they put ridiculous news stories up there mm-hmm. you know and then if you if you're not versed and know what the onion is there's a lot of people i, I imagine who are you know is this real is this serious <laughs> right you know so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, trolling is an art form. It really is. It is, man. Yeah, and this it's an art form that I don't have, and that's one thing. Roger joke about blocking. I really block niggas. Like, <laughs> like I don't even tell you. You just be blocked, and you don't know why. 
yeah yeah i've had to talk karen out of blocking fans of the show and shit i'm like no baby that's remember that joke you made he was saying that that was funny and karen's like okay if you say so (laughs) and this nigga almost got blocked he don't even know what's up yeah because my thing is that i feel like i control my own um timeline and i like to be happy and i like to be funny and i don't like drama and trauma and people bringing negativity in my timeline and i'm like hey motherfucker i don't got to deal with you block so yeah, you, you know it's funny because sometimes i don't know if somebody's trolling me in my timeline like you'll see me get into arguments all the time on facebook and it'll turn out it's some 16 year old kid who thought it was cool to speak like that right true. i'm like true you better make yourself known you know, i don't know you like that i know so <laughs> like can you imagine if uh because trolling is pretty much an internet thing i mean i fuck with my friends and um i have a group of friends that we troll each other in real life but it's pretty much known like we're just fucking with each other but if you could literally walk up to strangers and just fuck with them in real life man you know how many assholes would be getting handed I out i know it's so on a daily basis like if i just walked into a bar and was like oh man that lebron james man he put up a good night 32 points 15 rebounds nine assists you a dick rider what nigga <laughs> you gotta <to> get cut <laughs> hold up play y'all just came to get a drink um but yeah man I, I thought that shit was crazy man and the fact that uh people still keep it going and shit is just you know it, it speaks volumes about you know just how shit is on the internet man um so in addition to uh you know new year's we all, we just had christmas too man do y'all celebrate christmas i know you have uh children and stuff man do they do the whole christmas thing do you bomb stuff like how's that go down oh absolutely yeah it's expensive as hell and they're teenagers now so shit mm. you know i'm looking into kwanzaa i'm gonna see if those <laughs> gifts options are you know cheaper because uh <laughs> this this uh xbox shit man this they ain't playing yeah they <laughs> like uh there's a certain level of child that i think is uh, cool because um, like at a certain age you can get the motherfuckers anything. Yeah, like my niece, she's kind of at yeah, that age. Yeah. yeah, I almost feel you bad. Can, you can have a fall at Seven Eleven in the, the little toy section. <laughs> yeah, like, like I almost feel bad for some parents because like uh, motherfuckers will go get like a hundred dollar gift for this kid, and then the kid's like, "Yeah, fuck that." Uh, I want I'm a box. Dude. Yeah, I'm gonna play with this rapper that uh, you got for t- thirty hours. That's that's my new shit around here. Uh, I don't care about this hundred dollar uh, thing that you bought me. Yep. Yeah, you know, um, I got lucky. Like, my children, they're very, they're easy. Like, they're all artists. So, you know, they want, uh, you know, art supplies, stuff like My son, you know, he's into the whole Xbox thing. But my daughters, they're easy. Mm. You know, you get them a necklace and a bunch of art supplies. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're, they're in heaven. Um, you know? Now, you say your, uh, your son plays Xbox, right? Yeah. Uh, what kind of games does he play, man? You keep up with like what he's playing. Like I, I don't know how old your son is, but like I know. He's ten. Okay, ten. I, I just bought him the the new uh, Modern Warfare. Okay, okay. So uh, now do you? Because you know now they're trying to like cut down, especially after that shooting. Uh, uh, the the one with the twenty six people got killed, including yeah. kids. Uh, they're trying to cut down, uh, like the f- first thing they brought up was video games. It's like, oh, we shouldn't let people oh, play video games. Uh, you know, well, of course. uh, the vi- video games making people, uh, shoot people and stuff like that. Um, and I was thinking, like, you know, there's so many kids playing these video games. I don't think there's any relationship towards that and a motherfucker that shoots up a school. Like, it's too many people. Like, if it was like, uh, 
where you can isolate a group down and be like, okay, 250 people playing this game and like, you know, one out of every 250 is going to fuck off. It's like, then okay. we might have an issue. But yes. it, like, if you play online, you like, that's all you hear is, you know, little motherfucking kids going on there like, hey, nigga. Like, what are yeah, you doing? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, you know, the, 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 the main problem is, is we're overlooking the fact that mass shootings are so rare. They're mm-hmm. so rare. Okay. They're terrible when they happen. Um, but they're rare. I mean, since Columbine, less than 300 people have been killed as a result of mass shootings. Uh, the biggest problem is in the hood. That's where the mass shootings are. We got Holocaust numbers over there, yep. <laughs> you know, but nobody raises a stink, you know, because I, I can I can rattle off two or three hundred children under the age of 10 who were killed last year alone through gun violence. But only when it happens on you know and I, I hate to pull the race card but when it happens on the other side of the fence that's when it starts to matter mm-hmm. um you know now if 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 these mass shootings were happening all 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 the time then there might be you can make some kind of correlation to uh the culture of violence or whatever but you know we could ban every gun we could ban everything but the bans and the rules and the laws don't apply to criminals. They don't right. give a shit. They don't follow rules anyway. Nope. You're only punishing responsible gun owners with all this shit, you know? So yep. we could blame video games. We could blame hip hop. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is it's the criminals that, that we need to start focusing on, like toughen the laws and toughen the, the sentences for, for violating existing laws. We don't need to change much. Yeah, that's, that is true, man. Uh, sometimes we get so lax on the laws we do have that uh people forget there's already laws and shit this is like whether you're gonna enforce them or not um it's real fucked up because the nra is complicit in basically helping criminals get guns because they're so fucking gung-ho about gun rights because they're a lobby group now Mm -hmm. um you know that they 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 lobby for the gun manufacturers now that's Mm -hmm. what they're all about you know um they're, they're not really it's not the same fight they were fighting before um, the NRA at one time helped black people in the South who, you know, were being terrorized by the KKK, you know, and mm-hmm. I doubt if they did that for love for black people more than they did it for the love of selling more guns. Um, but uh, at the same time, you know, when the uh, Black Panthers were walking around with guns out in the open, the NRA was the first one to say, yeah, we need to ban this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a funny machine, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, what you going to do? Yeah, that's one of the things. Uh, the Outkast song, uh, uh, If You Scared. Yeah. Uh, I remember Andre 3000's verse, uh, uh, Baboon on Your Back, What's Sad Is That is that Crack, was introduced to Hispanic communities and blacks, but when it spread to white and got everybody's undivided attention, because your daughter is on it and you can't hide it, maybe your son tried it, rehab too crowded, you scared, she scared, they scared, I said, they scared to talk about it. Like, that yeah. is to me as when you want to fix issues in america it's just got to yeah. affect some white people like that's pretty yeah. much that's pretty much it because <laughs> every fucking weekend we hear the the, the 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 small shooting numbers coming in from uh chicago and it's all you know 20 people died 15 people died seven and it's every weekend i know um last december i was reading something that said chicago was going to have like 400 murders for the year no, they broke 500. Oh, like, it was 500. Year, That's what it was. 500 for the year. That's more days than it. It's crazy. Than a year. Yeah, I was like, 500? I was like, mm, you almost, du- you know, you're close to doubling the days in the year, almost two years worth of people. That's a lot. 
Yeah, and they yeah. tried to hem up my man, Mr. Span, a legal registered gun owner for Who's driving through the rules. Like, well, see, they they have a zero gun tolerance in in Chicago, so mm-hmm. that just lets you know it doesn't matter how many restrictions you place on guns themselves. It's the criminals that are that are holding these guns. You know, uh, that, that are the problem. And that's yeah. where we need to focus our energies is toughening the laws. You get caught with a, you know, with a weapon that's not registered. Uh, that's 30 years in prison, yeah. 25 years in prison. Shit. Your guns are clear the hell up in the hood. Now, there's still going to be some cats that try to bend the law. Uh, but you just make examples out of a few of them and, and everybody, uh, many others will fall into line. Yeah, all that's going to happen is that knife stabbings will go up and, like, they'll find, you know, bottle bustings upside the head. Like, they'll find some other shit to, to take each other down with. Yeah, yeah but that that'll be there'll be less fatalities there because part of the gun violence is the pussy behind it. You know, uh, you know excuse my French. Oh, uh, no, we say that on being, the show. Yeah. Yeah, we say yeah, that. Not a problem. It's being able to affect <laughs> someone from a distance without having to face your enemy. You know, so I think if it was about knives, there'd be a lot less fatalities. I mean, there'd be a few attacks, but a lot less. Yeah. Uh, I, and then there definitely wouldn't be any, you know, five-year-old children getting affected, you know. Yeah, I think also we're trying to solve for an anomaly. And it's like, uh, you know, I think, man, I wish, I don't know if Spade even still had that audio, but uh, Dark Hater, me, Scarfinger, and Mr. Spade did a show for the Spade Report a long time ago. Uh, after the, 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 the killing, the three shooting in the Batman theater, um, in Colorado. And we had a great, what I thought was a great conversation about like gun control and, uh, mental health and all this shit. And it's just like so many gems were dropped in that conversation. Uh, I don't think people ever get to hear it, but you know, I, I really think that we kind of all came to the conclusion, like, yeah, you're trying to solve for something. That's almost unsolvable. Yes, like you are. Motherfuckers are going to want to do this shit. Period. And this in this as long as there's guns available, there's gonna be people using guns and if they weren't, they use something else. Not that it wouldn't, you know, make it harder to do and cut down on stuff, but crazy is crazy, man. Anybody yeah. that's ever dated a crazy woman knows what I'm yeah. talking about, man. It's just nothing Amen. you can do. And, and, and the thing- <laughs> yeah, there's going to be people that snap, and there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, uh. You know, But, the, the, you know, they, they t- keep talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I know plenty of mentally ill people, and it doesn't make them criminal. It's just difficult to hold a conversation with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so they yeah, need exactly. to uh, empty out some of the prison, get some of these nonviolent cats that are being locked up you know these marijuana and and nonviolent drug charges get them out of there and make room for these little violating sons of hood rats (laughs) (laughs) hood hood wolves i believe is the word uh karen you gonna say something i'm speaking for the black community here we need to you know because like mr span the reason why he was fucked with he's a responsible black man uh, a black man that 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 has a licensed weapon Mm -hmm. however due to the trend of hood wolves <laughs> you know he was kind of he was treated like one mm-hmm. which was not fair and mm-hmm. when we sit back and say nothing uh and, and just allow this to go on in our community and this is why i'm so hard on hip-hop mm-hmm. you know uh with the glorification and whatnot if we sit back and say nothing then these are the consequences for such mm-hmm. you know and, go ahead, Karen. And I think in our country, and Roger has said this before, and I truly believe this, we love guns in America. And that's something that Americans would never embrace. Like, in our country, we love, love, 
love guns and because we love guns you will never actually get them all banned as as some of those extreme people are um but at the same time i do think that there needs to be better rules and regulations on them oh absolutely and, yeah. and and when i say that just something as simple as you not being able to, in some states you can walk in pay money and walk out with a gun you need to be able to wait at least 3 days you need to have a, have a mental evaluation before I put a gun in your hand. You you can't do that with to, to get a driver's license. You have to pass tests. You have to do something. Yeah. You don't walk in the DMV. They say here's your driver's license. And you walk out and you're able to drive. Yeah. You know it's yeah. it's like because guess what? You can kill somebody with a car, but you can kill somebody with a gun too. Yeah. And it's like for some reason it's a it's a disconnect between uh what what people consider rights you know i think it's this is just me people say well guns are right health care is a right too but but we fighting over that bullshit and so yeah. as far as i'm concerned it's more important that everybody has health care than it is that everybody has a gun in their hand yeah i think um yeah. not to get too deep but uh i want to go back one thing that dark hater said that um i think people aren't talking about enough is that uh you can't demonize mental health no, and and then at the same time say you champion it because ain't that the truth? A lot of people, um, you know, that will call themselves Democrats and liberals and stuff that are really against, uh, you know, that you know they they're against the spree killing. They're shocked like everybody else, um, you know, and nobody's for kids getting shot. Like nobody is sitting around like, yeah, that's what I voted for. But um, they you can't have it both ways and say mental health is not uh you know taken seriously in this country we're not getting enough people treated and try to do some pre like pre uh precog shit on these people with mental health and be like he had autism y'all so you know that's a sign you got to watch the boys with autism like you yeah. you're, then you're demonizing the same people that you uh proclaiming to help and that's not that's not helping anybody to be like Oh, your son got, uh, you know, your son has, uh, Asperger's, man. We need to watch him. He might kill a bunch of kids. Like, I don't think that's a sign. Me either. And I was, and I also, uh, and, and not to get off topic, it upsets me when they go there and then everybody wants to put all these silly rules and regulations where we ought to monitor folks, you know, just in case. There are a lot of people with a lot of mental, mental illnesses that won't hurt anybody. It's like once you start profiling like that, you open up the door to, to, to down a slippery slope that you can't return back to if you start making it up to instead of having tests to determine this you you put you you put the choice in people's hands you know how fucked up people's opinions are about other people right. based off of yeah. different things color of skin mental capability i just don't like you whatever it is male female you can't do that you have to have a standardized test that everybody agrees on and these are the standards you can't put those choices into people's hands well you're not even gonna get a test that everybody agrees on that's that's already a pipe dream like that you'll never in this country get everybody to agree on who should and should not have a gun because like Arcader said there's so much money in it at True, this point it is and um you know a another thing i was going to add not to get too deep but i feel like uh the reason we have such a high gun culture in this country is cuz this country is stolen yeah and yeah. that's well, that's like in the american psyche it's well, no, so, no, you're absolutely right. The NRA, and I saw somebody put this in the chat, the NRA, ironically, did pop up at the same time the KKK popped up. This was in the 1870s, right after slavery, where you had a lot of white fear that the newly freed blacks would up, you know, would uprise, uh, which was a, a legitimate fear. 
you know so you know and i hear i, I see a lot of black people when they when they start arguing about the amendments i'm like you got to remember something there was no amendment that meant that 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 mentioned black people until the 13th amendment which freed slaves right there, all the first 12 had nothing to do with you yeah but none we of this are shit. in new america now exactly you know? exactly none and, of this shit is for um, you yeah it, it's it's um um are okay we we talk about white people uh you know i, I was looking in the chat some people are talking about how crazy white people are cuz they're always the one that's you know that do these mass shootings yeah but what about all of the casualties in the african american neighborhoods right you know like in the ghettos you know um I, I, we we don't talk about mental health there mm-hmm. you know we just say oh that's what gangbangers do that's no. just it we, we just accept it as a part of our culture and it doesn't have to be like that cuz yeah. you know I live in a neighborhood where guns are rarely used. You'll hear them every once in a while, like the other night, um, uh, the uh, countdown mm-hmm. cats are outside shooting. But, you know, I don't hear too many drive-by shootings go on in my neighborhood. Right. You know, but there's a lot of neighborhoods where you hear it all the time. You yeah. know. Yeah, and and to to piggyback on to what you were saying, especially in the black community, we talked to Amber P about this. We just the society just locks mental black mental ill people up in, in a lot of instances a lot of times we don't get the help that we need because in our community in general we think we can pray it away if you ignore it it'll go away True. you know what i'm saying versus solving the problems we don't believe in uh, in general don't believe in psycho- psychologists psychologists all these people that have went to school to help you these people are not here to hurt you but if you talk especially to a lot of the older people they'll tell you that that's a waste of time you're wasting money but it's really helpful to people and can help people get to where they need to be and for some people oh, they might need medication and things like that which could literally change their lives but because we're so shut down and so we don't want to talk about it because you know that and, and, and for some black people they feel like that's a white person's issue no it's a people issue when it comes to mental illness well also uh, a lot of it comes from outside of our community too like uh, there we privatized like black existence and monetize poverty in this country to a point where it's like you the people are making money off of uh kids getting fucked up education yes they are going on government assistance and then going into prison Mm -hmm. and then back on and then complete repeating that cycle like it's monetized now like there's money in it to make sure these things happen so so like once you monetize some some evil shit like that is it like is 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 only the people that are being taken advantage of can save themselves like is no one that's coming to help you cuz there's money insured to make sure that you don't get help so it's like uh there's there's the mental health that you will get uh it won't come to you in prison and then someone's yeah. making money off that mental health but your ass still walks out an ex-con and nobody wants to give you a job ain't that the truth no matter how many mental cl- health classes you've uh passed or how many uh examinations none of nobody gives a fuck now you have that that mark that scarlet letter forever man and and like i said i don't want to skip over it i really do mean it uh the country is stolen and that's why guns are I, honest to god i believe there's something in the american psyche about someone taking your shit all the time and it's not just a white thing. It's not just a race thing. It's a everybody thing. Gun, like people with guns have this. If you talk to anybody that really, even I'm talking legal registered gun owners, it's always just like, well, I got to have a gun in case a motherfucker try to run up on my shit. Then they gonna know it's like, 
it's it's this idea of like someone is going to get the retribution and take their shit back at some point and i think it's just passed on to where we don't even have the words for it we just have this feeling of impending attack impending violence that will be coming down on us yeah we we are we are a culture of fear uh you know with our news and all that we thrive on fear i i think the biggest uh, the biggest um, reason why there's so much guns in this country is because we are uh, a society that pampers and releases barbarians onto the public constantly. Mm-hmm. How many times? Look at this guy who just killed all these firemen and these police. He had just gotten out of prison. He had right. gotten out of prison, I think, for shooting his mother in the face or something. Yep. And they let him out. And the day he gets out, <laughs> he starts a fire just so he can kill some firemen. Couldn't wait Stop to go back. These animals out. You know, and, uh, you know, there's plenty of examples. Uh, Mr. Span was putting a lot of them in the the gun debate we were having on on my Facebook timeline um, of people who, because they had a weapon, they were able to protect themselves from someone who was trying to come in their house. Right. We had an example of an 11 year old girl who grabbed her father's uh, her mother's shot or rifle and and shot some intruders as they were coming in. So telling what would happen Mm -hmm. to this little girl had she not had that, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm. I, although I'm not a gun enthusiast, I understand. Yeah, I'm not a gun enthusiast, but I tell you now, I shoot a nigga for real. Like that is <laughs> that is the one promise of America that we have all been given is that uh, every I say every gun sold is sold with the promise that you will be able to shoot a nigga one day, and uh, that's really a lot of what a lot of people are hoping is just uh, waiting on that know, perfect man. day, man. They get that getaway <laughs> with murder. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. I remember no. when I shot my first person. It was a cold, windy night. It Nobody, was raining, no, 34 I, I degrees. Can, Nobody will convict you. <laughs> Nobody will convict most you. Most people hope they Dreaming. never have to use it. Ain't you know, I, 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 the good people. I think your regular person is just like, I don't want to do this, but if I have to. There's a great, I just saw a great 911 call with this lady. She was on the phone with the 911 people, and she was like, this dude is trying to come in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go get this gun. She said, this dude, he's about to get in here, man. Well, the cops are on their way. Okay, well, they need to get here quicker because I don't want to kill this dude. Okay, you know what? Bam. Mm. <laughs> and hey, she was remorseful. She's like, oh, my God, I think I just killed him. Now, you I ever, uh, Hey, do you ever been around a nigga that, that had a gun? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, it's something different, yo. It's something in it, man. I'm Dude, not uh, I'm not trying to say that uh, they're bad people, but it's yeah. something about the access to that type of life ending power that just, it naturally changes you man I, I i remember i went to college with a dude named oj i could tell the day he got a gun like i could uh-huh. go back and be like yep he didn't have a gun the day before and the day after this nigga was itching for excuse man like i ain't saying it's right but part of you buys the gun with the idea of like i, I hope i get to shoot somebody now it's sad and I don't mean it on some like you're really fully thinking about the ramifications of taking someone's life. But, yeah, part of you is like, you better not fuck with me. I will shoot you. It's like going to the gym and lifting weights. Part of you wants to use the muscles, man. It's not as, you know, hopefully you're sane enough and you don't. But, yeah, that's that's what a gun is, is about. Partially is, you know, if we admit that, I think it. it it frees us to be more understanding, man. I I, I do understand the feeling because you go through life thinking people are always fucking with you. And you know that I think that would be an interesting conversation to have with Span. Yeah, uh, seeing that he is a gun enthusiast. I mean, this nigga has an AR-15 for crying out loud. Hey, you remember what he said? Why he had it? That nigga was like, "Cause if you see this, you know not to fuck with me." And I was like, "Correct." 
Valid point, sir. Valid <laughs> I, point. I wouldn't. Who the fuck is going to argue that shit? I see that <laughs> AR-15. Nigga, you could be my cousin. I'm not coming to your house for uh, to, for that day. Mm-mm. Like, yeah. stand on the porch with the AR-15 mm-hmm. again, dog. I'm, I'm yeah, going to have to call I, him tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm a big-ass punk. I don't fuck with guns. I don't like them. I understand people's protection and things like that. And I'm not taking your right to have one. You want one? You can have one. But that don't mean my black ass needs to be around you. <laughs> right. That, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, the worst niggas are the motherfuckers that got to display the gun. Like, I hate them niggas. Yeah, I mean, my... my like, my, have a gun and be smooth with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, keep it locked up or where... You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is that if you're using it for protection, that's what it needs to be for, for protection. Yeah, I remember I went to a basketball court one time. I was young, man, like 17. And my man Torrance pulled out a gun and was wave like joking about it like yeah mm. these niggas better not fuck with me man uh-huh. i point shaved the shit out of that game and left like i was <laughs> i was doing airball layups and shit man we lost so fast i was like i got my brother i said hey we gotta go man come on man we could come back nah, nah. dog you don't understand <laughs> We need to go our ass home or go to another basketball court because this shit ain't going to end well. Somebody going to foul somebody hard or some, something will happen and motherfucker get shot. And I'll be sitting around going, man, we should have left. So, um, See, I, I got a few. I got a few close calls just from my youth. I never I've ever, never talked about it. But there was a time where I almost shot somebody. There was a time where. Just put it this way. Had my gun been handy, I'd, I'd just be getting out of prison right now. Mm. Yeah, I believe it. I, I believe it. Not because, and that's the thing that I'm trying to say about a gun. You're not, I'm not thinking that people are bad, bad people. Either. I just really think that it is a head trip, man. It, like to some extent. And if like, I think that's that dirty secret that people that own guns don't want to say. And people that yeah. don't want people to own guns are scared of is that. It's a power rush. And it's like, it is a fucking power rush. It's a fucking gun. It should be. Well, I, I think in the case of a, of a, of a assault rifle, mm-hmm. I think that is a flossy thing to do. It is. You know balling. what I'm saying? Because there's no use for that. You don't need that in a populated area. Now, if you live out in the country and shit, you know, where there's monsters and shit out there, then, <laughs> you know, have at it. But like in a crowded city, you don't need that because those bullets can honestly go from house to house and shoot everybody in each house. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, but it is people's right to have it. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about yeah. taking their rights either. Me I, I want I want to be absolutely clear. Yep, me too. I'm not even talking about banning guns. I'm no. literally just saying it's a it's a rush, and I don't think that there's anything to be uh, ashamed of for being a rush. Oh no, but I also don't think that is anything to be proud of for being a yeah, rush. It just it just is, man. It's just like having a fast ass car or. You know, uh, walking into a club in the, in the nicest suit and shit. Like it, so, it's something about it. It's just like go to your head. Like yeah, yeah motherfucker. And and, and 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 for me, like the way I feel about guns, I think I felt I felt like this for a very very long time. Like my mama has had a gun. She had in the house. I didn't know where it was. Don't show me where it is. I don't want to know. Like, but but that's just me and my punk ass. Like I'm I'm just completely <laughs> yeah. terrified of. Them. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, a lot but, of women are like that, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad attitude to have if it's in your house. Like. If yeah. that's in your house, you should want to know where it is, how to access it, how to use this particularly. Um, like if, if I had a gun in my parents' house, I would want my dad to show me how to shoot it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want anything in the house that I'm fucking scared of or that fucks around and kills me or I kill myself by accident trying to, uh, to handle this shit. Like that's, you know, a lot of people were mad at this lady 
the mother who actually was the first victim of this spree killer um over this over this shit and they were like uh she took him out shooting she was a survivalist she was a uh, uh, one of those uh prepper doomsday prepper people but it's yeah. like if you're gonna have those guns in the house your children should know how to fucking use them because yeah not, i don't that. want you playing with this fucking like gun it's like and he was old enough where uh handling a gun is not beyond the pale like he should know how to use that shit because it is a weapon it's like having a car and not knowing how to drive it like if, if you get an emergency situation karen and you need to drive the car i need you to know how to drive the car like i don't need you to be like i'm scared of cars i'm just gonna walk i'll be okay like <laughs> fuck no. You gotta. Yeah. This yeah, is the You know, and that's and and I know uh, Roger talked about it, and, and I might might be one of my things I do this year. I actually do want to actually go to a gun range and I and like go with somebody who know what the like swimming. I don't, I don't, I don't want no halfway kind of. I think I know what the fuck I'm doing. I want somebody that's trained to deal with people who are scared with gun of guns. I don't want nobody who who's all lovey dovey with a gun because you can't help me and you don't understand my fear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, truth be told, that there's plenty of items in the everyday household that can kill you just as readily as guns. A uh, mm-hmm. gas range, um, a slippery floor, <laughs> a hammer, a gun. Yeah, you know, I, I actually I, read today uh, a report. I didn't read the whole thing, but it said that uh, I think the FBI released numbers that in America, hammers kill more people than guns. I was like, I was hammers. Shocked. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, imagine a hammer. Yeah, I guess so. People doing like handiwork around the house and miss a nail and crack your fingers. And, I, I don't yeah. think that was what was happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm under that assumption. They motherfuckers getting uh, <laughs> you putting shingles up. I'm like, oops. No, nah, I think it was stop hammer time. Um, yeah, that's an angry wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that shit wasn't no goddamn. I slipped and knocked myself upside the head with a nail. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> it went, went rocking like that? Nah, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just think if I if you had one in the house, I wouldn't want to live in fear of something like that. Yeah, I, and, that's, and it's something that I, and I guess I've been like that, and, and it's more of being taught that uh, guns, and I guess because I didn't actually grow up around guns as far as, you know, hunting and, and like recreational and things like that. A lot of those children and people that grow up around it are kind of just more comfortable with guns and the concept of guns. I remember I was younger and uh, we had went to one of my friend's house and he pulled out a gun and was like, oh, look, I looked at him. I said, you know what? Put it away right now. I done heard about too many people. You know, oops, you didn't know it was loaded. Look, motherfucker, get that away from me. No, I'm not. Yeah. And, and that's my, th- I think my fear of me getting shot is my fear of me not wanting to have a gun because I know I would shoot myself. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it's the number of crimes committed with hammers and clubs. Now, also, that might just be smart Damn. criminals. Clubs, too? Yeah, but it also might just be smart criminals. You get less time. Like, if yeah. you got a gun robbing a motherfucker, you get more time. But if you just pull out a hammer... Which I'm still gonna give you. I'm still giving you my wallet, by the way. Hell yes. You, you also do less time in, in jail for that shit. So motherfuckers get, getting too smart for us and shit. Um. All right. Last thing I want to ask you, uh, Dark Hater man. You put out a podcast called uh, The Pimp Game for Regular Dudes. Yes. All right, man. Can you give us a brief like synopsis of what that is? And you guys need to go to haterasi.com and sign up uh for a monthly uh subscription fee and you can get this you can get jupiter uh you can get access to some of the videos and stuff um exclusive access uh behind the scenes i know we listen to it uh die hood rat die that's how i listen to it mm-hmm. so uh you know make sure you guys go check that out if you want to hear it. but can you give them a brief like synopsis of uh pimp game for regular dudes 
Yeah, pimp game for regular dudes is not what it's. You know, as most of my stuff is not really as, as salacious as the title may may sound. Um, By the, the way, uh, you I, I gotta say you are one of the best at titling shit controversially man like i gotta give you your props uh, well, that's, that's my marketing background man like i um yeah i studied that shit. i still study that shit real tough um but pimp game for regular dudes is just kind of a guide uh book audio presentation for uh young men on how you know what, what to avoid you know whether you want to be uh, a monogamous man or you want to be a player it's the rules on how to engage in both of those effectively and safely mm. All right. Well, I would say uh, to start off, my first advice for the pimp game of regular dudes, my contribution would be this. Most of y'all niggas ain't going to be no pimps, man. Like uh, y'all way closer to regular dude yeah, you, than you, pimp. Yeah. And y'all can't handle the pimp lifestyle mm-hmm. or the pimp mentality. You are a square, a sucker, <laughs> if you will. And you need to just uh, stick to being a John and being lame. Yeah, like, embrace lame. your lameness. And calling it a day. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, don't, you, you don't actually want to be with the baddest bitch in the club, dog. No, It'll no. fuck your head up. You too regular. Like, your brain will be You're all fucked normal. up. Yeah, you got to have a certain state of mind. And my thing is that you fall out with the one bitch you do got. Do you want four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them coming at you at one time? Come yeah, I'm, on just, now. I'm saying embrace your inner regular dude first. And once you know yourself... Then you can understand like the the game that you're being given because I think a lot of these dudes, you know, games will be sold and not told, but I think a lot of these dudes uh think you know in their minds like, oh yeah, I would like to have all the women. I want to get you know all these chicks after me. And uh Maybe the real I, talk, mo- most dudes don't have that mentality. You can't nope. actually handle it. You just think you can. Yeah, ain't that the truth? But uh, I cover that. Yeah, I cover yeah. that whole you know uh, knowing who you are, you know, um and 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 you know being that you know because and there's nothing more ridiculous than a 35 year old man running down the street with some woman chasing him with a pot right because he's trying to be a player it's like you're not a, you're not an effective player no you're not sir like all you the did. dudes that i know that's ever been the best quote-unquote pimps if you want to put it that way or got the most chicks i've always been honest as shit with women like yeah that's the all the dudes i've ever known that was like yo this dude is a straight up player that's his reputation he gets all the chicks it's all been dudes that just don't lie to chicks. They just yep, like, be uh, truthful. I'm not. Well, yeah, you have a lot like. less stress in your life because she she's not gonna pop up at your house and there's some pink car in your driveway. So now she outside with a hammer, right? <laughs> <You know>? Yes, <laughs> yes. Ready to nail your balls to the wall. Yeah, she knows what it is. You know, like uh, I I, I and this is something I you know I I had the you know. A lot of my uncles were actual pimps, so I, I had the luxury of getting a lot of game when I was young. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I started right off the bat was never getting a girl's phone number, but instead giving her mine. Mm-hmm. Because if she's interested, she will call. Yes, if she not, will. I'm not, I, I'm not wasting my time, you know. Mm, that's some good game. I, now, see, I know somebody that just had that happen to them, and they did call to do so. And I thought, and when I heard about the story, I was like. Oh, that could be a good dude. Like that's uh, that sounds like uh, some pretty nice shit to do. He wasn't harassing you for your number. Yes, and instead yeah. he gave you his number and and, and, and just kind of played the back. And uh, yeah, I would have never in my mind thought like, yeah, that's a pimp move. But you're right. That's that's pretty well, uh, well, there's, smooth. This is it's twofold reason for that. One is um, for one to find out if she's interested. She'll she has to take that first initiative, you know, because guys always take the first initiative, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, and the second is, it's, it's letting her know that you can call me anytime. And I don't have, you know what I'm saying? You can call me anytime you choose. And it's not another girl that I'm trying to hide, hide from you, mm. you know? So, you know, unless he's, you know, he, that's what exactly, exactly what he's doing. Right. You know, but that's, that's up to her. Maybe I should do a pimp game for regular girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, breaking yeah. out. Well, they can listen to the pimp game for regular dudes too and decipher yeah. exactly what these techniques do and, and never, <laughs> and learn to never trust men again. So. <laughs> and, and that's not true. I, I, I do think, uh, regardless of if, if you're trying to be a pimp or not, I do think that that's actually smart because a lot of women feel pressured when dudes be like, Hey, can I have your phone number, girl? Can I have your phone number, girl? Can I have your phone number, girl? And yeah. I think when you do that, it, it, it actually makes her more interested in you because she's like, okay, I can call you if I'm interested. That's how dudes get like wrong telephone numbers and all that bullshit because some dudes won't leave until they get a number. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. another thing, man, like, you know, growing up around pimps, man, did you ever consider being a pimp or going oh, yeah, into I that tried profession? It. I tried it. Cause you, now, what, what, you say you tried it. What was the thing that you was like, eh, no, not for me? Shit, the 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 kind when they say it's a hard, it's hard. It ain't easy. It's true. Mm. It's like dealing with a bunch of babies, mm. a bunch of fighting and bickering and drama, <laughs> you know. And you got to constantly be on them, constantly, you know, feeding them game. Well, that's what this means. That's what that is. That's what this is. And, and you know, forget that. Because you kind of have put hoisted yourself into the uh, position of their manager, basically. Like yeah, you're so managing exactly everything about these women. Uh, however many there are all the time in order Wait, to you have to be father, husband, manager. Uh, you have to be all of that, you yeah. know, cause not, not just, a, not just any girl. Like, you know, a lot of these young cats, they believe that any girl could be turned out. I've even heard no. pimps say that. That's not true. Mm-mm. You can't yeah, just turn any girl. Yeah, you can't. Like, you know, because, and, 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 okay, it's like this. I talked to, I talked to, you know, square girls all the time they say i don't know how a girl could just you know sell her pussy and give it to a man i'd keep that money mm-hmm. i said because you don't understand how a hoe thinks just like a hoe can't understand why you letting your man go to work right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so exactly not getting your man a brand new car you know it, it's, it, it's it's a complete dichotomy in thinking between these types you yeah know, it's just like a pimp like a a, a a regular square dude cannot understand how a pimp thinks and a pimp can't understand like dude why would you go to work <laughs> when you have access to all these women yeah you know so it's a it's it's a strange you know i you hear me come down on hood wolves and gang bangers all that shit but one people you'll never hear me come down on is pimps because everyone in that industry wants to be in that industry mm. the girls want to hold the pimps want to pimp and the johns want to buy mm. and you know every once in a while you have one of these old dirty little gorilla pimp niggas go scoop up a 14 year old girl or something but for the most part Mm-hmm. This is a, a full unit of people who want to do exactly what it is that they're doing. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because uh, I'm fascinated by the pimp mentality, but I can never be one. Uh, yeah. Like everything is like sounds great, like as a pitch when it's like, oh, man, you get all the women you want. It's like work. Yeah, man, you get all this money. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, they belong to you, man. You, It's like, oh, man, all these women worshiping me. Then it's like all you got to do is let them fuck everybody else. And get, I'm like, whoa, whoa hold up now. <laughs> I don't have that part in me. I can't be, uh, having my woman fucking other people and still be coming home, like kissing on the cheek and shit. It won't work. Well, well, a lot of pimps, like a, a really effective pimp might never touch half of his staple. Like, yeah. you know, uh, she, when she wants sex, he's like, you better go get it off one of them Johns. Mm. <laughs> Keep it moving. 
you know, uh, that, and, and for a lot of them, it's like that, you yeah. know, and, um, it's a, it's, it's a completely different mentality, you yeah. know, um, it's not always evil. You know, you think of the evil pimp who's just evil. He beats up his women. It's not like that at all. If you, you know, a, a good pimp will tell you if you have to beat her up, then you don't need her. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, like there's way too many girls out there that that's willing to, you know, hit the hit the ground and make some fire without you having to go through all that shit. That's crazy, man. 2012. You can still yeah. find women that 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 want to be pimped and pimps that's out there still pimping, man. Mm-hmm. Like they need yeah, to do the, American well, pimp too. in Vegas where I'm at here. Oh my gosh. It is ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> I can imagine. Um it was something else I was going to ask That's you. That's it with the gals oh, too. I know what it was. I was listening to your latest podcast. And uh-huh. man, the, the shit you said about the the fucked up thoughts in your head that you can't say out loud. <laughs> Yeah. God damn, that's true, man. <laughs> that shit is so true, man. Like that yeah. might be the truest <laughs> shit you've ever said. You said a lot of true shit on the show. That might be the truest shit you have ever said. As far as my <laughs> mind constantly has fucked up thoughts that I am not saying out loud all the goddamn time. Of I don't know course. if it's me or if it's everybody, but I me know too. for sure. I was like, yeah, that's me. I I would look your baby dead in the eyes and think. That's a goddamn ugly baby and go, hey, how old is it? Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that shit was good, man. That, that, that actually came from a true story. I have a little cousin. Uh, he was a crack baby. So he's funny looking. And so when he was born, everybody was a crowd around it. And the only person who didn't lie was my aunt. Like, cause she's straightforward. <laughs> They were like, oh my gosh, isn't he cute? She was like, nah, that's an ugly ass baby. Right in front of the baby's mother. <laughs> Damn. My gosh, bro, I threw up my whole Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, kids have no, the thing that's funny is kids have no filter between it. So, like, they're the only real honest motherfuckers on the planet. Like, you know, like, if you're talking to a kid and you like, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm tired. I you know I I can't even uh, go out there anymore. I'm just gonna sit here. They'd be like, "It's cause you fat." And you're like, "Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that oh, is yeah. true." <laughs> but uh, well, I think I didn't want to hear that. But thank you. As adults, we just learn to be like, "Oh well, you know, it is hot out here." And in our mind, be like, "That's cause you fat." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kid, kids have absolutely no. If you if you think about children, children are born natural assholes. We have to train them to be sociable. <laughs> Yeah, they'll they tell you your other breath kids stink. over the head for toys. Yes, you know. they will take them out. They'll be like, You're mine. selfish. Like if you 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 sharing something with the kid, and you run out, and then somebody else in the house has it. They'll leave you and go right over there, like a groupie. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We do have to teach kids to share. We do. We have to teach them all social interactions that we hope become the norm. Because uh, at I guess at our id and our basic makeup, we are some everybody ain't shit, man. Um, exactly. Anyway, speaking of which, uh, this is the Blackout Tales podcast, and uh, it's a comedy podcast. Uh, we do it three times a week. We, being me and my wife, we have on guests like today. We have the Dark Hater from the Haterazzi Radio Show, and uh, the motto of the show is "Nothing's wrong if it's funny." And uh, you can find the show at theblackouttips.com. Check out the About section for all the contact information. You can uh, leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Every time we do that, we read it on the show. Um, as long as it's five stars, if you uh. Hate the show and want to tell us that we ain't shit, leave a five-star review. 
And uh, even Tim Allen Heller, I would read his review yes. about how HBCUs ain't shit as long as it's five stars. Uh, yep, yeah, we will take your money. Yeah, if the shit is not five stars, I won't read it. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook and like us there. Um, check us out on Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. Um, you can donate to the show. Well, I guess... Uh, support the show at uh, theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can subscribe by email at theblackouttips.com. Check out our store, our Tumblr. Uh, and um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. The unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. The Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And everybody on the show is actually on Twitter. Uh, I'm Rodimus Prime. I am Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And uh, the show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. And Dark Haters Twitter is Haterazi. Uh, so hit him up, Haterazi, man. It's like paparazzi and, uh, hater put in one. Um, so yeah, and he also has a YouTube channel too, um, that you should check out, man. Go search Haterazi on that. Uh, very funny videos, man. Um, so all right, man. Uh, I, I oh, wait, was, hold on. Let me yeah. say for the record, cause I see I got a lot of listeners in here. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the pimping thing, it was before I had my daughters and I pimped for about a week. I probably made $50. All right, so it wasn't a long. When a long stint, I had to clarify. Still out there trying to pimp, pimp open and pimp closing. Say that like he talk like a pimp. Now I, I, it's been years, almost twenty years since I dabbled in that game. So just want to make that clear. Yeah, it reminds me of a, a Outcast first album when Big Boy said he tried to be a pimp, and uh, he said, uh, "Bitches never had my money, so I never whooped them." Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like that shit did not work. <laughs> I wasn't making no money. It, it, it if, I, if I'd have been a real hardcore pimp, my, all my girls would look like raccoons. <laughs> These motherfuckers was coming back with seven, eight dollars. <laughs> The chips. I was like, Unc, I don't think I could do this shit. No, sir. Yeah, I just my cousin went hard though. That nigga went hard, and uh, yeah, I got out. I got out. Yeah, I don't think I could. Uh, all right, man. Uh, the computer uh, revolted on us and shit on some Django shit, but I'm back, <laughs> and uh, we got it up and going. Uh, people on the podcast listening later, y'all won't even really tell the difference, mm-hmm. but um. People listening live, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Uh, what I was about to say before I was so rudely interrupted was, um, I'm too silly of a motherfucker to be able to talk to women the way pimps do without laughing at myself. And I think <laughs> I can never collect the money if I just straighten up my face and be like, bitch, you got my, like, I was started like, oh, okay, I, you don't gotta have the money. I, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, hater would say, you can't pimp anyone. Cause I'm like you, if I'm fucking you, I'm keeping all my money. This is my <laughs> pussy working. <laughs> right. So my yeah, pussy see, gonna that, get that, paid. That, that's the square man. That's most women's mentality. You know, whereas a hoe would not understand why you think like that. Right. It's like, you don't even <laughs> care about your you man. I want to give it to your daddy. I'm like, hmm. Talking about him, buy, buy him shoes, buy me shoes. <laughs> I need to look good for these Johns. Come home all fresh gear and shit. Niggas be sitting there here eating oodles and noodles. Like, come on, baby. You going to bring you, that you money know, home? Another popular misconception is that pimps choose hoes. It's the hoes that choose the pimp mm. all the time. Just like in regular life, though, the woman has to accept the man. Mm. Um, yeah, like it's I, 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 like... I, I got a few friends to this day that are pimps who left the house, went to the club, you know, just to hang out, and got chose up by a hoe, and now they're a full time pimp. <laughs> Damn, yo, it's kind of ah. like uh, the porn industry, how everybody assumes that the dudes have all the control and mm, shit. It's the women. And it's just like, yeah. you know, women could shut this shit down because nobody is 
tuning in to porn to see what Wesley Pipes is up to next. Like I know it's so like nobody wants to see that. Everybody's just like, oh, who is the woman on the cover? So and, and and my thing is this, when it comes to porn, women are always ready. Always like always ready for what? To fuck. And the dudes gotta get themselves up, get hard, gotta get the fluffer. Like women are like, oh, you Let's mean go. like you mean like mechanically? Yes. Okay, you I was gonna I'm, say because I've seen a lot of black amateur porn and no, 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 women no, are no, not no, always no, no, ready. No, no, no. I mean like like professional like porn, professional porn. I know. I was know. joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you guys had a porn star on your show yet? Yeah, yes. we've had uh, Sarah J like three or four times. She's come through the show uh, to talk to us. What well, I really want to get like a, a male porn star like Lexington Steel or Wesley Pipes, though. I think them niggas would be hilarious uh, to talk to. I got a dude you do for you. All right, all right. We'll, we'll talk after the show. I had on my show a, a, a year, year or two back. Okay, yeah, I remember that interview. I, yes. Yeah, I'll definitely talk to him, man. Yes, we sure will. We'll, we'll exchange some uh, contact info after the show, man. Or you just email me and I'll, I'll hit him up. I'll, I think, um, honestly, I think the dude's opinion uh, probably be more fascinating because nobody talks to them niggas. Yeah, I learned a lot. I had no idea how that shit worked. I was like, how do you just get your dick hard for somebody you don't want to fuck? Right. He told me all the secrets and shit. I was like, oh, man. Like, how Still much? don't work for me, but. <laughs> like how much makeup do you put on the back of your balls i mean they're gonna be getting so much camera time on yeah. some of these shots man yeah <laughs> and, and, and my question is do they put steroids in it because some penises look like not natural oh yeah they do oh well, well you know what we're gonna talk to them yeah we'll figure yeah, out yeah yeah because i don't know i couldn't even answer that i was yeah. like i don't know i've heard some <laughs> i've heard some things i've heard some things um all right so uh i, I was thinking also about new year's resolutions all the people with fitness New Year's revolution uh, resolutions, uh, it's kind of fucked up because you join a gym and the gym membership is typically longer than a month. Like it's yes, not, it is. Like they start going out to having sales, um, which is really funny because all these fit people that are complaining about fat people going to come in the gym and fuck up my rotation for a month uh-huh. and then they're going to quit. These fat motherfuckers are subsidizing your skinny ass. You should fucking thank them. Because they are paying for way more gym time than they will ever you utilize. Ain't that the truth? Which enables your membership to stay at the low, low price that the fucking is. <laughs> like if, if, if all the motherfuckers literally stuck out there for the year, uh, or, or just didn't even sign up in the first place, your shit would skyrocket, man. You should be fucking happy. When you see those fat people walking in, you should be like, thank God. My shit will stay the same when I renew in June. So I don't want to hear that shit. Uh-uh. And also, I think, speaking of, uh, you know, got dark hater, I think it's a goddamn conspiracy. Got you, Percy. That Girl Scout cookies come out a month from now. Why oh, they that? do? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're that's right. goddamn, oh, that's diabolical. That hey, is evil. Hey, Girl Scouts, hey. You ain't lying, because them Carmel Delights, boy. <laughs> Ain't nobody, like people always say like oh you just gonna work out for a month and quit it's always a month it's always a month and i know why it's because samoas and Hell fucking yeah. thin mints and, and all this shit is coming out at the same fucking time all over america yes. and everybody's like you know what man i'm not even gonna go to the gym i and, ate a whole box of girl and, scout and, and the funny part is that you could tell when they come out because I won't tell Roger and Roger won't tell me, but all of a sudden we have eight boxes of cookies at the house. He done bought some and I done bought some. And <laughs> you know what? Everybody comes home with cookies. Yeah. You like, know what nobody ever talks about? What's that? When it comes to the gym is the skinny man's experience in the gym. God damn it. Mm. Now, I'm slender. Okay. For me, when I go to the gym, 
you know, I go there by myself. And they got all these machines. And they got pictures of people using the machines. And the pictures never make sense to me. So I end no. up getting in the shit upside down <laughs> and yes. making an ass out of myself. You know? <laughs> and it, 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 that's why I stopped going. I was like, man, I just completely broke this whole machine and shit because of the, my feet was where my hands was supposed to be <laughs> right it's like i think i, I set my i think i put my head where someone's ass was because the diagram is too fucked up i don't know what am i, what I supposed to be doing are never simple it's like it's you don't read it out it's just a picture of a stick figure that ain't got no shape and was like do this you're like well, do do what i would say this though yeah. the, the thing that does if if you're gonna look for motivation to work out Women in exercise clothes. It's pretty much all the fucking motivation you need if that's what you're looking for. Man, that's sexy. Yeah. yeah like, I don't yeah, know how sick. this shit. It's like the, the best kept secret or some shit. Cause like, uh, the first time I walked in the weight room, I was like, God damn, they doing all this here. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been wasting my time on this basketball court. I didn't even know what was up. So. Hey, hey what's the name of the machine that you pull down for your shoulders? It's got uh, the handlebars you put. I know, down. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it, man. Um, but yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. That's when I stopped going to the gym. I try to use that shit, and that shit picked me all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> my feet was dangling. Nigga, I just left. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like the shit I would do. Yeah, the only thing, the other problem too is anytime you uh, fuck up something in the gym, it feels like everybody's watching. Yeah. It feels like it like anytime you like, I don't think I'm gonna get this last uh bench press out. Uh oh, women is watching. Come on, Rod, pull it out. You can do it, nigga. You struggle all the way up, you get the shit there, and you still look around and see that everybody was kinda like, mm, this nigga ain't gonna get that bar. And yeah, you don't feel accomplished, you feel like a bitch in that moment, yeah. like, don't look at me. Oh or, or, or me like like dog head, you hit clink clink, like the the metal hitting or the weights Hell going yeah. down. Everybody's undivided attention goes over there. Yeah, I feel like you, you already know who's gonna be entertaining in the gym. Just look for whoever's wearing a full sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. They the motherfuckers that ain't got nothing to show off yet. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that nigga got long sleeves on. He ain't, you know, he got to fuck some shit up. Let's get the cameras out. That shit is so true, man. And, yo, and then you would think because, um, people that are really in shape and really gym nuts, you know, a lot of times they're good people, man. Like, they want you to be healthy. They want you to join in. It's like their obsession. They've learned all this shit. They want to yeah. pass this knowledge yes, on. Yes, they do. But it's so intimidating and condescending. Yes, when you're, yeah, that when shit can get annoying. Yeah, like you're doing curls, and then some nigga comes over. It's like, yeah, I put them elbows in now. Just like, nigga. Well, no, no, that's not even the worst part. The worst part is when you start having that conversation. You be like, oh, you're going to help me? Yeah, I'll help you with everything. You know, so you guys exchange numbers. The motherfucker call you two days later, you know, because you work two days on, two days off, two right. days on. So you were chilling at home. Hey, so what's going on, man? Oh, I'm just sitting here, man, you know, eating some popcorn, watching this movie. Wait, hold on. Eating what? <laughs> well, I can't have no fucking popcorn. <laughs> you, know? you know how many calories that is, right? You know, there ain't number of empty calories. Yeah. Count your carbs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Especially, uh, this is the shit that used to kill me, man. When I was in college, me and my roommate, we took this, uh, physical, uh, like this, this course, uh, for physical fitness, right? So it's like fucking seven in the morning. I don't know why we signed up for this shit. You knew we was freshmen because we signed up for a seven a.m. class. Ain't that the truth? So uh, Fayetteville State is the college I went to, and it's in the same fucking town as uh, the Army base, uh, yep, Fort, Fort Bragg. Bragg. So Army dudes would come take classes and shit, right? 
So we 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 go to the gym, man. We're doing weight training and shit. And uh, this this big ass army like man, Dingo nigga took a shining to us. He liked us a lot. Like he was like he thought we was hilarious at seven in the morning and shit, man. So <laughs> he was like, oh man, I just work in with y'all. I just work in with y'all. He's like, all right, that's cool. Not knowing what all this shit entailed. Ah, nigga, I have never been sore in my life. This he dude, worked that shit out of y'all. Didn't we were, It wasn't just. It was. You know what was funny? It wasn't that he was working us on purpose. He just a big ass nigga. So like, we would go up there and be like, "Hey man, let's uh put start with one thirty five. You know, warm up. Then we gonna we gonna put some more forty fives on there. We are gonna get some more. Mm-hmm. Man, we put we start with one thirty five. Man, we be doing this shit like ten times and shit. And then my man come in. He be like, "Hey man." Put two more forty fives on there, so Ooh. we'll put we'll put a forty five on. He be like, nah, on each side, on each side. <laughs> put two, <laughs> we put two forty five. The Barbie bending and shit. This nigga just sitting up there like, ah, oh, all right, your turn, little man. What you want to do? I'm like, like yeah, just take home. them, take them two forty fives off. And, uh, that's right. Let's put a ten on there. Let's put a ten uh, <laughs> or five or maybe a two pounder. I got more sore from lifting the weights to put on his bar. Did I have ever been like I couldn't drive home? I drove to the gym. I tried to get in the car to drive back, and my arms cramped up so bad when I bent on the grab the steering wheel. I got the fuck out the car. I said, "John, we walking, man." He's he's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Nigga, my arm won't unbend. There's no fucking way we getting home tonight. I'm never working out with this big ass nigga again." We called him Samson or some shit, man. The worst is your legs, though. I had a point where I couldn't even walk upstairs. Yeah, you had to walk backwards and shit. You ever tried to? Yeah, your knees get oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then niggas. So in other words, let's just uh, hang around, and wait for these goddamn Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and that, the nigga was lying. Samson was lying and shit. Talking about, nah, man. See what it is? Just walk down the stairs backwards. You won't cramp up. Man, walk down the stairs backwards. Now everything cramping. Front, back, side of the leg. I'm like, nigga. Hell yeah, because you walk backwards. You knew shit that you didn't even know worked. Yeah, and then the the the, the kicker on all this shit, right? Because he's a big ass strong dude right but we were still pretty slim in college so we get to the fucking uh like uh every week every couple of days you got to run a, run a, a mile and a half before and then that's the class you run a mile and a half you go home man we like wait till we get on this track though we about to damn make up some time on samson's ass you know <laughs> outrun his big big buff ass and show him that we don't play this shit and then he gonna see how it feel to get lapped this nigga lapped us so fast <laughs> like, like I'm talking we might have been on lap two here. This nigga come running by. Keep up now, let's go. <laughs> nigga, keep up. Me and John trying to take shortcuts on the backside of the field away from the Aww. gym instructor. The, the gym dude caught us. He said, I seen what you did back there. He could barely talk and shit. He like, I seen what you did back there, boy. Now come on now, y'all gonna have to give me another lap tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go. Give me another one now. <laughs> like, God damn, Samson laughing and shit, leaving 15 minutes early. Like, I was mad as shit, man. I never took that class again, man. That's why I'm fat now, because of Samson. <laughs> Turn me off to physical fitness in general. Um, speaking of accomplishments, uh, just uh, notice to everybody, Karen and I are officially North Carolina film critics as Woo! of uh, two days ago. Um, so we are accepted into the North Carolina Film Critics Association. 
Um, oh yeah, I don't know. No, they don't know what they get, what they signed us up for. <laughs> for our work on uh, such podcasts as Spoiled Movie Reviews, yes. which people can listen to. Uh, uh, we talk about movies after seeing them and give you guys um, yeah. the and, spoiled version yeah, where we, we tell you everything yeah, that we, happened. We spoil critics. We we ain't we ain't trying to sugarcoat shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, uh-huh. and we get to actually vote. Uh, I think coming up this week. We get to vote for the best movies of 2012 as of, uh, you know, the other day. So, um, uh, shit, half of the movies I probably have not seen. Yeah. I got our first, uh, I got our first access to a free screener. Uh, we can see Holy Motors now. What the hell is that? Uh, apparently it's a movie, Karen. That, oh, okay. Uh, we did not get to see, uh, but we can see for free now. Um, hey, how does that work? Do they, they like like give you access online, or they give you a DVD? Like what? They, this one gives us access online, but other ones will mail it to your house. Um, a lot of people will give you tickets to go to a theater early screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in the game for all that shit, man. It's, it's crazy that uh, that's what's up. Being doing a ratchet ass podcast got us that shit. So <laughs> yeah, because you know, because when, when when we do. Uh, um, sport movie podcast, like I said, it's sport movies, so we ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing. We ain't trying to hide nothing. We tell you how we feel. We like it. We like it. We don't. We don't. And we just straightforward. So I'm glad somebody actually recognizing people that don't shit on everything that they see. And we definitely say nigga as much as the script to Django. So oh yeah, it's not like uh, we're not in good company now. Um. Uh. So yeah, I thought that was cool. Another thing. Um. My, I, I feel like at this point I'm doing a porn search term of the week because <laughs> I've been telling people like I've, what I've been searching. Like I, I'm not really into. Oh, I feel like the white man's standard of beauty is too fucking skinny, and it's not what I'm into. It's just not. So I had to put certain terms in that lead the search engine towards shit that I like. <laughs> so uh, this week I used uh, Black Street Hookers. Oh Lord! Yeah, I was I was really very specific, wouldn't you? I was reliving my childhood. Like, it was one of the first series that started me on my journey into pornography. It was one of the first tapes I found was uh, Black Street Hookers. You know, people in the past know that I've used uh, Curvy. I've used Busty. And uh, what was the one before that? I can't remember the one before that. But, you know, just little little keywords um, to try to make it better. Um, but and I don't use big booty and shit like that. Like that's that's too, that's cliche. That's too that's way beyond me. That's yeah, and I keep thinking me. BBM is BMW. Don't ask me why. No, BBW is. Oh, see, is, I still fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, BBW. <laughs> big beautiful women. I I don't put BBW in though, cause like that's a little too big for me. Like I'm not into just <laughs> like that's the thing is I'm just trying to find regular looking women. Like it's not even you have to put in shit like chubby to find a woman that you could this see on the size, street. This a size twelve. Because white people have decided that like little Justin Bieber looking women is exactly what everybody wants. And that's not true. Um, so I put in Black Street hookers and, um, you know, uh, and what, what the fuck is Black Street anyway? Because I know hookers was on it and R&B group was on it. <laughs> ah! That's it. Like, it's like Sesame Street and shit. But um, anyway, so uh, if you go like a certain amount of time, like it gives you like exact search terms. Black Street Hookers 12, Black Street Hookers this and all that. Then you go a couple pages later and then it changes and it stops matching the exact words. It starts matching like one word and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do y'all realize how much regular hooker porn there is on the internet? I had a no lot. idea. 
It is. Like regular, you can see the whole transaction. They paying them and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about some fabulous professional. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Looking about you picked them up on the corner, rolled up on them. And I'm not talking about no, 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 no white van professional porn. I'm not like real hookers. Yeah, I'm talking a dude and a camera. Like one yes. dude. Not, I got a cameraman. Like a dude being like, this time I got head from a hooker. It's like, why are you filming this illegal shit and putting it on the internet, Ain't man? That's the truth. She don't even know you putting on the internet. This is a crime. Like, what you just did is a crime, man. I'll fuck that shit. You know shit. what's funny? is one of our fellow podcasters. You probably saw some of his videos up there. What? Because he does that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, man. It, honestly, honestly, man, that is the best anti-prostitution stuff you can have because... <laughs> it's not glamorous. It's really like crackheads hopping in the car and shit. Yes. And, yeah. and yes, then, it is. And dudes being like, uh, look, man, I need this blowjob. Uh, what's up? And, uh, it's a $20. Like, I got six. Okay, I'll do it. I'm like, who wants a $6 blowjob? Like, that's the one thing I don't want to sell on is that, uh, head. Ah! Like, yeah, that, that, you know, I, I um, head discount. that's always been one thing, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to the pimp game. I never understood how cats have ugly holes. Yeah, like, doing right. Like uh, there's that dude on YouTube, the video vigilante. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a dude in I think he's in Kansas City. I know he, you're uh, talking that's about. his thing. He's got a whole thing where he watches hoes and then runs up on them with the John. Yeah. And I wow. one time I commented. I said, "Man, the biggest crime <laughs> is it? Is it Oklahoma? Where, wherever the fuck he's at? I said the yeah. biggest crime is the how ugly the holes are in your city. <laughs> 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 so he blocked me. <laughs> That's some good trolling, though. That's some good trolling. Yes, it is. But yeah, I've seen those videos, and those hoes are ugly. That is true. Like it's not exaggeration. Uh, I saw a whole special on this dude one time, and I was like, "Damn!" First of all, you ain't got no better shit to do. But second of all, ugh. Like this is the like the I think what we see on TV and movies and seventies like black exploitation. We like. Oh yeah, look at this fine, beautiful woman, and she out there selling her body, man. I would, you know, I would love to get some of that, regardless. And now you see the real reality of some chick like scratching her leg and ashy lips and shit, talking about, Ugh. yeah, six dollars for this blowjob. It's like, Ugh, no, thank you, ma'am. I'll, you know what? I'll go to the club. I'll buy the drinks. I know it's so. I, I will just pay for the drinks for these uh, ladies. Like a hand being combed. No, I will pay for these drinks for these ladies that that do up their hair and have regular jobs and just want uh you know to go to the club and dance and maybe i don't get fucked but i also don't have no ashy ass lips next to my dick that's no thank you uh i'll take the respect the respectful shit sex then no fuck that yeah i i um i never understood it i'll be seeing hoes like even even in vegas man just like downtown the downtown area Mm -hmm. i'm like who the hell is paying this bitch (laughs) right and they doing it Somebody is like they wouldn't be out there if someone wasn't paying. Somebody is paying for that sex, dude. I was like, no, man. I like that was. I had to take that term out of my search engine, dude. I like it. Like anytime you start turning the porn into documentary, like I was watching it like a documentary. Ah! (laughs) I was like, really? He gonna let this crackhead suck his dick? This is really. Oh my gosh, he doing it. No, fuck that, man. Like, just, like, you put yeah. your, you put your, you put your dick away with all your clothes on and just sit down. Baby, come watch this. This is interesting. <laughs> on the streets of Cleveland. Um, all right, man. So, um, my, my, my NFL coach for my favorite team, the, the Eagles, he got fired the other day. 
And um, I'm happy. Yeah, Paul, you know what the thing about Andy Reeves and they had the jokes, but I, this one was the funniest to me when they were saying that Andy Reeves got water at the water fountain and they fired him. They just told him to come on in the room. They need, they need to allow him to like go back to his desk and nothing yeah. like that because that yeah, shit happened fired. quick. Like that's the first time they, I've seen a nigga get fired they, immediately. Yeah, like they, they was like whistleblow. All right, he got to be fired. Right, like he did his post game press conference and was fired, but um. You know, and it's Andy Reeves. Karen always call him Andy Reeves. I don't know who Andy Reeves is. It's Me Andy either. Reeves. Uh, been coaching the team 13 years. Karen ain't never said this man's name right. I, uh, the whole time he's been coaching. Nope. Yeah, but they <laughs> fired this dude, man. And it's weird because I've hated him for so long at this point that uh, I found myself doing the most bitch-made shit today ever. They said he was interviewing for a Kansas City job. And I turned into like a bitter ex girlfriend talking about how wrong he was gonna do their team <laughs> over a sports team, man. Like that is so it's it's a it's a fictional. The shit doesn't even matter. Like it's a made up competition of bullshit to keep us occupied so that we don't think about the fact that we all dying one cell at a time. And I'm sitting up here like, look at this uh-huh. nigga. He ain't gonna do y'all right either. He gonna get your quarterback hurt. Don't trust him, y'all. Like. God damn, man. I don't know. This shit, they got me. And I know it's fucked up and they got me, man. So, yeah, Andy Reid uh, is like my ex-boyfriend. That I seen him at the mall with a better-looking chick. And I was like, fuck you. How <laughs> <laughs> you get angry, did you? Trying to move on and shit. He going to do your own, girl. Don't date him. Um, all right, man. Uh, and then the last thing before we uh, move on, man. Um, Dark Hater, do you still play video games? I know I used to see you online every once in a while, but... I don't know if you still game or not. I haven't. Um, and shit, it's been over a year. So, you know, you know, all I play is a first person shooters. That's it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't in over a year, but I'll, I'll get back to it. It's just that when I do, that's when I'll start, you know, bugging out on the shows again and won't <laughs> 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 be getting no work done. <laughs> now, um, th- have you ever played, uh, like a Grand Theft Auto type, uh, one of those games? Uh, man, I tried. I tried. I-, I would sit back and watch the youngins in the family play it. And I was just like, dude, what is the point of this game? You're just driving around running over people. Yeah. Like, it's, what are you doing? It's literally too much shit to do. Like, yeah, it's dude, too much. I, dude, my niece, she was playing that she went into a comedy club and watched Cat Williams do some comedy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she paid a mission and everything. It's too much shit to do, man. Like I tried to play Grand Theft Auto the last one, and I ended up going to my house and watching TV in the game. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching wow. TV, like let me turn it, man. Matlock coming on. Let me I'm wasting wasting ah! hours in my apartment, in my fake ass apartment in in this fake ass game, <laughs> watching TV. I was like, man, I ain't accomplished shit today. Like I felt like I wasn't shit in real life because ah! of the game. I was like, man, I was supposed to kill six people today. I ain't even do that shit. I get to it tomorrow. They'll still be there. So ah! I've been playing. I've been playing this new game. It's called Sleeping Dogs and. It's a lot like Grand Theft Auto, except it's a like a Hong Kong undercover cop action movie. That that game is cool. Watching you play is this that Xbox? game, yeah, it's Xbox. Yes, Xbox. Now I love that genre of movie. Like I I love uh, kung fu film. I love uh, martial arts, and I love like uh, a lot of uh, Japan Asian uh, imported like action movies they're, they're my favorite genre of movie just about um other than impossible white man movies of course but um yeah. 
it's 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 a tighter story because you don't have as much shit to do as Grand Theft Auto. Like it's it's but you have shit to do, but it's not like you get sidetracked being like I gotta go to Vegas and gamble some money or some shit. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a hijack a plane. Like it's no shit like that. It's just normal. Like okay, I gotta go do this mission or I do that mission, and I like that that choice. Um, and like I ended up playing this game, and it made me think about Grand Theft Auto. Man, on the last Grand Theft Auto, I hated I hated uh the last one I played because like you could work out in the game. Like lift weights, <laughs> work out. Yeah, and I spent so much time doing that shit. It made me feel like a loser because I could have accomplished that in real life in the same <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, like I could have went to the gym to get fit. Right. I'm now my 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 CJ character is in shape as shit, and I'm sitting around the house fat, like running riding the bike and shit. Like, yeah, gotta get in shape, man. Gotta keep CJ. You know, can't be eating those. Uh, can't be. Gotta get a salad when I go to the fast food place today. Uh, for CJ. And then in real life, I'm eating wings and shit. It's like, it didn't make any sense, man. I think the lesson I took from that game is that if you're willing to do crime, you can yeah. make it big in a short amount of time. Hmm. That's interesting. I, like I said, I've, um, I, I haven't played much other than, um, Call of Duty. Mm, right. <laughs> you know? and, and that's the one that everybody freaks out about. Like, honestly, if you a parent, you should be more freaked out about shit like uh Grand Theft Auto teaching you or even The Sims, which has no violence in it. There's no oh, crime no in The Sims. You should be more mad at your kid playing The Sims because it teaches you fucked up lessons like you can buy yourself uh, a kit to become a rock star. Yes, you can. And not have to go to school or anything. Yes. Yeah. In, the, in the last Sims that I played, you went to work. You had to pass the day by. You you know, you came home. I, I burnt shit up. You could set fire on but shit. But you could buy downloadable shit that would be like, now you're going to be a big Hollywood uh, action star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my girl plays that game, actually. And my whole thing is, I'm like, can you kill anybody? Can I just walk up to this dude and punch him? <laughs> no, you got to see him. I'm like, what the hell is the point of this? <laughs> right. I want to like uh, it's like uh, my girl broke up with me. Okay, let's burn her house down. You can't. This ain't the simulation I want to play. Ah! <laughs> exactly. I'm here to excise some demons, baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. You ain't gonna get it in the Sims. I promise you that. Oh, and then oh yeah, the last thing too I noticed last night. Um, when did all the car commercials become spoken word poems, man? They have, haven't they? When we gonna just start get back to selling cars, man? I'm trying to buy a car, not the, a fucking the, 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 your, that poetry jam. Your car can get you from point A to point B. Our car you know, is it the started best. with the insurance companies. They were the first ones to start that shit. Mm. <laughs> I believe with, uh, it. That, yeah, yeah. You know, the life, the flower, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> your life is worth more than you're giving it credit for. Insurance. <laughs> Right. I, I watched a whole commercial uh last night going, what the fuck was it about? And then at the end, they just showed a car. I was like, oh, I guess it was selling me a car. So it was, yeah. It should just be making any sense, man. You, and, and you know what's funny? You know what I just learned speaking of car commercials? Mm -hmm. That none of the cars we see in any car commercials are real. They're mm -hmm. all CGI. Wow. Word? What? <laughs> yeah. What? For real? Because they need it to be as shiny as possible. Oh. Uh, and with no camera reflection. <laughs> yeah, that you know what? That makes absolute sense because they'll have them like 
driving through a motherfucking city and there's all these lights and shiny shit and there's no shadows on the car there's no reflection of what's filming this or anything it yeah a they lot hire of uh the same people who do all the the you know the movie shit avatar shit to to, to do it and uh the uh the car company sends over the CAD program that has the 3D models and then they just make a commercial out of it. Alright. Wow. See you learn something new every day. My ass was tricked. I, I don't know why I thought all the cars was real. Now now y'all gonna be looking for it when you look that wheel ain't real. You see that? They fucked up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. I, I already knew You can't really drive like that. I already knew it was CGI though when they had that one car commercial and it's in Detroit. And uh, it's a brother driving around uh, through the empty streets all fast. And uh, the the cops didn't pull him over or nothing. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't believe. (laughs) I don't believe, GM. This is some bullshit. All right, man. We got some articles. Uh, We have regular articles that just, you know, talk about the news and current events. And then we also have some Guess the Race articles. Now, I know Guess the Race is a game that uh, we play here on the Blackout Tips. And uh, the people in the chat room play along and... uh, we basically ask you to guess the race of the participants in the uh, article, and we tell you the answer. Um, so, Dark Hater, are you ready to play some guess the race? Let's do it. All right. I will warn everyone listening and Dark Hater himself that the chat room is rather racist. Yes, they are, with sir. Guesses. Uh, these, this is amazing, the amount of racism they get away with. Um, all right. Let's uh, play the first article. It's an audio clip. So, uh, let me turn this bad boy up and uh, see what we got here. Oh, it's okay, Joy. It's okay. Abby treats her horses like they are her kids. White. We breed these horses. We- <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Oh, shit. Oh, let me play the rest of this article. <laughs> Show them. We sell them. Since May, she says her world-class miniature horses have been under attack. She had been severely brutalized. She had been raped, both by a man and with several objects. She was <gasps> so hematomed on the back and, and so bloody that she looked like you'd put her whole bottom for a garbage disposal. The vet found bodily fluids inside the horse. Abby said... Whoa, hold on, what? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I already know what you're saying, Dark Hater. Okay. What, wow. did that, what did that horse have on? And I'm, and I'm looking at the horse right now. It was butt naked, and you're right. <laughs> It's the horses. The horses I'm going to tell you what gave that one away. Yeah. It was the name Abby. <laughs> <laughs> the minute they said Abby, and then the horses was just a confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me Context go. clues. Let me finish. Uh, it's almost got about a minute to go on this horse rape article. Sheriff investigators took a report, but they haven't been much help. Now we have been told that we have to catch him in the act. And if we catch him in the act and then call them, they will come and arrest him. But <laughs> what kind of what kind of cops is that? <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we we got semen right here. We don't want none of that semen, mm-hmm. right? Well, you just hold on to that. Uh, if you catch him actually raping that horse, we'll, we'll call us. Then. Yeah, he'll be gone by the time we get here, but we'll be coming. Good grief! I'm glad they all they don't have this standard for human crimes. Oh shit, this is in Florida, that's why. This makes a lot more sense now. Ah. This shit happened in Marion County, Florida. Got it. Shit, the way some people act about rape, you would think they would you would think that is the law. Unless we catch you in the act. Yeah. It didn't happen. So we go by the big Ben Roethlisberger rules here. If you don't ah. catch them red handed, we gotta let them go. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. 
want to die trying to protect our horses. She says they bought a dog to protect the horses, but it was beaten to death as well. So Damn. they set up surveillance and a live internet feed. Saturday, the cameras caught him. He walked <gasps> down this way. He inspected the horses that were on the left first to see what horses were in stalls. After he gets the horse that he wants, he brings them out here. They're tied in the corner to the fence where they have been abused and been tortured. They can't fight with a person. They don't know to fight with a person. They would go with anybody. They are hoping someone will recognize the person in the video, and Abby is sending him a warning. I've never shot a gun in my life, but if I catch this man in this barn taking out another one of my horses, and he's going to traumatize this young horse and hurt her internally like he has my other horses, I will come down and I'll kill him. Whoa! Damn! And that's what I was talking about. They rush with that gun, so, dog! So we have a serial horse rapist in mm. Florida. Yep. Wow, we, okay, and I'm supposed to guess the race of the rapist. Yeah. <sighs> That's a tough one because there was a case <laughs> mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. a brother who was doing that shit to some dogs. Yep. Um, You know what? I'm going to go middle of the road. Mexican. All right. Let's check the chat room here. Seabiscuit, no. White, says Dazzle. Oh. Making plans to bait a horse rapist. We all know they're using cheese. So that's a uh, white for the owner. Billy Crash from Django White. Look like the horse got sprayed and dayed. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, shit. One who looks like a bald ape or freshly plucked chicken. Uh, uh, cheese dog with horse nuts. A jackal bitch rapist of Mother Africa covered in cheese. Oh, they going in, ain't they? White honky cheddar eater that shares his sugar cues with the war horse. White premium brand saltine cracker selling from Cuba uh, Latino. White, of course, white or Cuban. Uh, white or Cuban. That's like saying white or black. Come on. Right. Yeah, that shit don't count. Your, <laughs> guess, your, your guess is no good here, Raheem. Uh, gotta pick a, gotta pick a race. But, uh, the correct answer, I don't know, from surveillance footage, Karen, what did you think? I, it looked kind of like shady and gray. Um, it's Latino, right off the bat. I'm right. It did have a hoodie on, so uh, Latino. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll give you that. It's it's it's, it's, it's Florida. I give you that one. Um, now this one is just a reading article, but I know the race. Um, in Miami, oh Florida, a Miami man naked, nonetheless, black. <laughs> <laughs> he was shot at the way you call it early. He was shot after he jumped the fence of a little Haiti home and began choking a Rottweiler. The dog yelp, the dog's yelps awakened the homeowner who came outside and confronted the attacker. The intruder who was later identified as Jeffrey Delise, 20, 20 years old, turned his attention from the dog to the homeowner. Delise jumped on the homeowner and began choking and biting him. Oh, Wow. And this is why, you know, attack dogs aren't the best way to go sometimes because mm-hmm. the dog didn't do shit. Um, fearing for his life, the homeowner fired his gun twice, hitting Delise once. The person was naked on the front porch, choking the dog. Uh, that's when the resident shot him in the foot. So he pulled one of those uh, Harlem Knights on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, despite being wounded, Delise did not give up the fight. The homeowner, who police did not identify, fired his weapon a third time, but this time it jammed. Uh-oh. Oh. And that's why Mr. Span has an AR-15. <laughs> just go to the backup finally the homeowner was able to pin Delise down while family members called police when officers arrived Delise tried to bite them too damn Delise was taken to Jackson Memorial Hospital where he was treated 
Expected to make a full recovery, Delise now faces several charges ranging from assault, resisting arrest with violence to lewd and lascivious behavior and animal cruelty. Uh, guess the race, everybody. Um, dark um, going with well, black. Well, first of all, white people ain't allowed in Little Haiti. So, mm. That's a good point. And second of all, I mean, Miami, oh, I'm sorry, Florida just seems to have a thing for black cannibals. Mm. That's a good trick. <laughs> Naked black cannibals. Uh, T. Segur says Snow White. Raheem says, dude's name is Jeffrey White. <laughs> oh, shit. No, Je- that's a black dude. Yeah, Jazzy Jeff, Jeffrey Osborne. Um, yeah. A misguided brother, high on bath sauce black. A Wyclef John who got smacked by Dark Hater for giving him one of those holes, a bag of chips, impossible black man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Haitian B, red stripe drinker black, African booty scratcher method man from the wire beating up on dogs wearing a Mike Vick jersey. Oh, my class cousin who was ready for World War Z. Black, if he was white, he would have been kissing that dog in the mouth. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Wyclef on that motorcycle listening to DMX black and a fuck nigga. The correct answer is black. He was a black man. So Doc haters two for two, y'all. Yes, you on the road, sir. Um, <laughs> we, so many people sent us this article. Um, and I'll just go ahead and play it, but, um, Apparently, uh, somebody got a little frisky with a sword over the weekend, and everybody decided that we need to be made aware. So let me play this video. Oh, what happened? Doctors are evaluating the mental health of a man found waving a samurai sword and White. naked on the streets of San Jose. Police say the episode began when people called 911 to report a man was standing in front of a home with an assault rifle, but then he left in the car. And when police stopped the car, they say he got out naked, holding a large samurai-type sword and yelling, you're going to have to kill me. (gasps) One distraught witness says she stopped to pray and described what she had seen. He's over there with a knife. He's naked. And this poor man is tormented by something. And he's going back and forth and back and forth. And he's trying to express something I don't know but he's got a long long sword and he's raged he's outraged about something the man later surrendered to police without hurting anyone police say he will be evaluated by doctor all right so okay let me the race that away Okay. Now I'm, I'm not talking about the evaluating dude evaluating his mental health that <laughs> meant he was white now the guess the race is not for the sword welder Cause they didn't have oh, a picture of him. For the woman talking. It's for the woman that stopped in the street and prayed over this man. See, I, this must be a trick question, goddamn. Mm. <laughs> Cause she sounded the hell. That was a white lady, man. Come on. Okay. All right. Well, well, hold on. Where was this at? San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. She was Indian or some shit. She Indian. Was, All right. Let's check the chat room. Volunteer. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, volunteer. She has sympathy. He's white. Uh, no, it's supposed to be not. Y'all are guessing the woman. Okay, now let me see which ones are for the woman. Latina, a yeah. black lady, whiteling, whiteling. Jim Jones, Kool Aid drinking white. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga had a assault rifle. He was naked. No, that's a uh, we asking for the woman. She practices Santa Maria Latina. Uh. Oh. Cuckoo, cachoo, Mrs. Robinson White. Uh, she uh, believes in white Jesus. Uh, one uh, who watches Mike and Mike in the morning first take is too urban for her. And white lady. Correct answer is white lady. It was a white lady. 
You could tell well, by the white compassion. Latina, you know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell by the compassion in her voice. You know what I mean? It was... Well, see, I thought uh, that was so obviously white. I thought you guys were doing a curveball. I know we do it sometimes on here. We have some uh, that that I do think are trickier later, but um, that wasn't one of them. That was just ridiculous. Everybody sent us to us. Um, <clears throat> all right, this is an article. Um, you know, about speaking of pimping and shit, um, check this out. The 911 call for help made from inside Christie's Cabaret on the West Bank of the Flats shortly after midnight Wednesday. What city, man? What, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. You need an ambulance? Uh, yes, I need an ambulance, please. According to Cleveland police, 22-year-old Lauren Block from Richmond Heights fell inside the club, seen here in a picture from Christie's Facebook page. Police say Block was on the second floor and somehow went over the balcony, landing on her head. Now, according to the what? report, Cleveland police were first told the woman had been thrown over the balcony. But once they arrived here on the scene early Wednesday morning, they realized it was an accident. Police say they were approached by a man in Christie's who said, quote, they were on the second floor and he was receiving a lap dance from the victim. He stated that she grabbed the rail. As he was facing away from the balcony, she tried to complete some sort of jump or dance move. That's when she accidentally went head first over the side. Cleveland police say there's no further investigation because this appears to have been a horrible accident that few can make sense of. I don't know. She fell over the banister. Oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we playing Guess the Race. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of her, so we could play Guess the Race. Okay. That's a white girl. <laughs> But I, I'm just the circumstances. It's so that shit is up. so hilarious. <laughs> yes. Oh man! It says she oh. did some kind of jump or some kind of like what the fuck was she doing <laughs> that she ended up going over a balcony? And, and you know what, uh, Dog Hater, uh, Roger made a good point. When women give a detail and when men give details, it's completely different. The woman could have probably could have told you what move she was doing and all to do was like, look, she jumped, she moved, she fell. <laughs> yeah, she was doing some, a dance or something. She, she, she was shaking her ass. <laughs> My dick was hard. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> right. I was, too much that, blood that, was that, rushing. That's, what the, that, that's the funny thing. It's like, that's one of those horrible things that you wish you could witness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like one time I was in a strip club. You know, like, what was she doing? Like, yeah, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I looked up and she was gone. <laughs> she gave that Howard Dean uh, <laughs> that Howard Dean left dance. We're gonna go to Montana, yeah. Um, oh, that is hilarious. All right, so it says impossible white bitch. Well, nah, she got hurt, man. She a critical condition. Ain't no impossible to that. Uh, she just popped a Molly white. I'm going to say white because she was having trouble dancing. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, the fact that she's named Lauren and easily clumsy white, extremely clumsy white, white, uh, I believe I can fly, get pissed on by R. Kelly, black, black, bands make her dance over the edge, black, <laughs> Cleveland is the city where they come from and apparently cripple their own strippers, black, Oh, white girl, black strip clubs don't have balconies. <laughs> <laughs> great point i like your deduction there um white one who spreads cheese over her vagina and has their dog lick it off nigga that's, that's terrible disgusting. good jesus <laughs> so much over. i don't know your porn searches that's for sure <clears throat> white black and asian strippers are way too coordinated to fuck up so badly oh oh say white because black and asians don't fuck up black 
Carrie Strug, Mary Lou Wetton White. <laughs> uh, her body got ass that a ruler couldn't measure black. The correct answer is white. It was a white lady. Come on, y'all. Of course. That's a gimme. Um, yeah. Uh, I just wish I could have been there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that would have been epic. Uh, that feels like I've the- seen girls fall off the stage, but like to see one fall off a two store, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. the way she landed, and you know her her shoes was probably really heavy. <laughs> just like, wait, just two glass heels just spread all over the concrete. Um, oh man, yeah, that's one. That's um, one of those things that in real life I always get there right after it happens and shit, or leave right before. Yeah, you do. Like that's my exact type of shit where I like, oh nigga, you should have seen it. You, <laughs> it was the best party ever. <laughs> What happened? Man, the struggle man, she did a jump move. I don't know. It was a dance or something. Um, all right. Uh, this, this isn't guess the race. This is just, uh, an article I read I thought was funny. Um, five popular excuses that are totally meaningless in 2013. Okay. Number five, that was before my time. <laughs> Anytime people are caught not knowing something that other people think they should, they go, oh, well, that was before my time. What does that mean? This shit might be before you was born. How are you supposed to know some shit that happened before you were born? Well, that's saying, isn't most of Western literature before our time? Isn't the majority of our music and film ever made before our time? Before my time is not one size fits all excuse justifying any form of ignorance. Ah, uh, that's some bullshit, because guess what? I'm, I'm forced to learn that history. You know what? I, I kind of like this. I like that idea, because you can look it up. We had the internet. Now yeah. it doesn't matter if it's before your time. Go look that shit up. Like there's no excuses anymore. Don't be ignorant about it. Um number four, oh well, I don't read the papers. <laughs> oh, but you got the internet though. <laughs> Variations of this includes I don't watch any news, I don't follow current events, and I don't know what's going on in the world at all in any way. Um What do you live in a box? Yeah, so it's basically saying you can find shit out. Yes, you can. Number three, and this one hit home, Karen. I'm too selfish to be a parent. Hell the fuck yes. <laughs> they say it's not a good excuse. Not everyone has was cut out to be a parent. Some people are angry. Some are loveless. And some are Ann Coulter. Um, damn. Well, damn. That took shots at Ann Coulter for no reason. <laughs> uh, what was this at? Crack.com? Okay. Um <laughs> And it talks about how they don't think everybody needs to be a, a parent. No, they don't. And they don't think pe- uh, parents are better than people without kids. It's just true. Some people are simply too selfish to ever be a good parent. But here's the thing. If you're so selfish that you can't conceivably care for a child, then not having kids doesn't really solve the problem. It does for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's, that, they say it's not an excuse anymore, Karen. I just say I don't want your kid. I don't want no kids. I don't even call it selfishness. They, who I'm being selfish from? Some kids that don't exist. I guess so. I don't trust myself to own a gun. That's me. Yeah, Karen. Well, they say you full of shit. I, I don't. I don't. Guns. You know, I I really can't harm and shoot myself. Yeah. Well, they say uh, they're not talking about being clumsy or accidentally capping the dog during a shotgun cleaning. They're talking about their anger management issues. And they're saying that they have such uncontrollable bottled rage that they don't trust themselves to own a weapon without murdering someone. Oh, I don't got that issue. I'm just a punk. (laughs) And the last one is I don't like conflict. And I think that's bullshit, too. Every human being likes conflict to some extent. That's why motherfuckers run towards fights. Not me. I run away. That's how boxing got to be pay-per-view. Motherfuckers like conflict. You watch TV, don't you? 
<laughs> Show me what's not conflict on there. All right, back to guess the race. Here we go. Let's talk about this teacher. On a Jefferson County school teacher was arrested after police say her teenage son was shooting a gun in their neighborhood. Frightened neighbors Black. had to be evacuated. Black. All right. I don't know. Uh, keep it going. All right. <laughs> Waited after police say a teenage party got out of hand. WHS 11's Adam Walser is live at more traditional middle school where she worked. Adam. Well, Doug, the initial. By the way, I like how they slid in and she got fired so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> well, she worked. <laughs> She's no longer there. She got a crazy ass son. Incident happened back in October at the Jeffersonville, Indiana home of Jennifer Kemp, who is a teacher here at more traditional middle school. The allegations involved her son shooting that gun in a very crowded residential neighborhood. Now, we've learned that uh, Kemp has been facing new charges as recently as last week. We were told about the whole situation by a concerned parent. I heard the gun go off, and the next thing I know, cops was everywhere. Thomas White. Witt described... Yeah, a.k.a. snitching. Come on, man. Keep that shit to yourself. Anybody <laughs> ask you? ...describes the chaos when a teenager who lives directly behind him began firing a shotgun outside his Main Street home in Jeffersonville oh, in late October. Yeah. Neighbor called... Say, say again, Doc Hater. If they were to say 9 millimeter, <laughs> it would have been black. They said a shotgun. Okay. Police and the police showed up and, and traced it back to Miss Kemp's house. Miss Jennifer Kemp, a middle school teacher at more traditional middle school. She's worked for Jefferson County Public Schools for 17 years. Police found her son pumping a loaded 12-gauge shotgun at the kitchen table and evacuated neighbors until backup units arrived. When they entered the house, they found uh, multiple juveniles who were drinking alcohol. Uh, there were drugs in the house. And ultimately, upon their investigation, they did charge Miss Kemp with uh, the charge of maintaining a common nuisance. Several teenagers, including Kemp's three sons, were also arrested. And it wasn't the first time police had been called to the home. A report says an officer had conversations in the past about underage drinking and other illegal activity. Another officer indicated there had been calls to the home in reference to fighting, possession of narcotics, and a stolen AK-47 assault rifle. Just last week, Jennifer Kemp was charged with cruelty to an animal after her sickly German shepherd was picked up wandering the neighborhood. I mean, nobody gets along with them in this neighborhood at all. This shit was, she was diabolical. Wow. I'm so upset with this bitch doing in school district for 17 years. <laughs> Abusing all the children. And this is a little town. There's no excuse. Like, it's not like a big-ass city where you could just, like, go off somewhere and hide in the suburbs. Like, in 17 years, so somebody's grandpapa, their son, and their child has all met this teacher. It would be great if somebody would just, at the end of this, be like, you know what? But she got every last one of those kids an A, and uh, they all passed their standardized test, and uh, we were willing to sacrifice. This is what what we do (laughs) for our kids' education. Or... or any anybody that great you know, that 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 already graduated that was in her class has to come back and, and reapply for their <laughs> diploma. <laughs> right? It's like y'all ain't know about this shit. We asked Witt if he could believe Kemp was a teacher. No, especially why she let her kids run. She even threatened to have them come over here and whoop me. We tried to talk Damn. to Kemp. Damn, <laughs> she gonna stick the kids on you? Yeah, he said whoop me. He said whoop me. No, I like to whoop my ass. He probably probably did. The news had to blur that out. <laughs> that would have been good, though. He was said that. about the charges. Hey, uh, Jenny. She hey, denied uh, any wrongdoing uh, and shut the door. A, a complaint. 
Now we've learned that Kemp has been disciplined in the past for pushing a student here at more traditional schools. <laughs> now she's been assigned to what's, deter- what's been described as non-instructional duties at Moore Middle School until the case goes what to trial. What the non-instructional that- duty? Keep her away from goddamn kids is what that is. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this lady? So what race are you going with for the lady? Uh, white, Dr. no white. doubt. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think. Only white people yeah. can get away with that much stuff. Well, Kemp is a tricky name. Mm-hmm. You know, Kemp can go either way. Johnny Kemp, Sean Kemp. Uh, every black person I've known, or every person I've known with the name Kemp was black. But, ah, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. All right. Where's hunting camouflage gear to school every day? White, <clears throat> Cheddar Bob. Uh, he wasn't shot, stolen, it's a woman, first of all. Uh, stolen AK-47s, no one's been to jail yet. Fuck out of here, white privilege lets you do a little skeet shooting in your backyard and not go to jail. Breaking bad white. <clears throat> Traditional middle school, 12-gauge shotgun, her race is the same as someone who says, Jasper got the truck. Uh, liquid paper. This is a history of privileged white chick that married a black dude. That's why the dog was mistreated. Oh, man. Oh. The color of Dope Man's T-shirt. <laughs> All her kids called her by her first name, White, and Peach Color Crayon. Miss Finster from Recess. If he was, it's a woman. If I keep saying he. <laughs> anyway, that, he must be guessing the rest of the kid. Anyway, the woman was white. It was a white lady, y'all. So. Um, so you'd be dead over some Jordan. So that's right. funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Uh, this one was a, a odd one. Um, meet uh, Gia, Britain's most spoiled girl. Uh, a parent, twenty-three-year-old. A parent, twenty-three-year-old who owns three hundred pairs of designer shoes plus seventy top-label handbags, and spends six hundred euro a month on hairdos and another one thousand on taxes and chauffeurs. And amazingly, the monthly torrent of parental cash is only half of what she used to get. After her dad, Paul, left the family for another woman when Gina was 14, she demanded a fortune from him as if to compensate. She was given generous handouts until she was 17, an allowance of 20,000 euros a month kicked in at 17. She was also also brought designer clothes worth thousands of pounds. Paul, who owns a construction company, splurged 10,000 euros on her 16th birthday party alone. Wow. What is that in American dollars? Uh, 10,000 10, 10, euros? I don't know. If it was American dollars. It's worth more, but if it was American dollars, just that's still crazy. Yes, it is. But two years after Gina's chances of taking the crown as Britain's most spoiled girl took a knock when she fell out with her dad over his new woman, and he asked her allowance. Fortunately, her mom, who divorced Paul in 2003, was still, uh, she then stepped in with 10,000 euros a month uh, for her for allowance gina added to a fortune by earning two thousand euros a month as a personal stylist what is that uh she says i know i'm spoiled but i need my parents to buy me things to prove they love me oh man don't that make you want to choke her my dad will buy me anything that i ask for to show me how much he cares i think the most expensive item was a hermes bag that which was to cost twenty thousand euros when I found out that he bought his mistress a Hermes bag, I wanted to have one that was bigger and better. I wanted him to prove that he loved me more than her because she's horrid. He's my dad at the end of the day, and I'm always going to love him, but he's chosen his new family over me. 
Um, so she's making him pay to prove his love. Uh, yeah, that's right. That 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 that's either Persian or white. All right. Uh, Londoner Gina compares herself to a socialite reality star Tamara Ecclestone, who was also fa- famously peppered by her dad, Formula One uh, supremo Bernie Ecclestone. She says, I like tomorrow. She's pretty and seems nice. Of course, she wants for nothing. And sometimes I think I'm just as bad as her. I'd like to start my own business. Something like a beauty spa. I get bored sometimes. So I think it would give me something to do. (laughs) You got to love these people that are like, I'm going to start a business because I'm bored. And there's all these other people in America and the world just trying to start businesses. They struggling. (laughs) Can't even get along. Yeah. I might do that on a whim. I ain't got shit to do. Uh, Tamara has her own show, Billion Dollar Girl, to keep her occupied. Despite her massive monthly income, Gina has not managed to save a penny. She blows a lot on socializing clothes, hair, and beauty and says it's really bad. I don't even know how much I spend sometimes. Shit. Last year, Gina, who trained Sylvia Young Theater School in London, uh, blew 50,000 euro in just two days on clothes clubbing and borrowing her dad's credit card. I mean, after borrowing her dad's credit card. My dad wasn't happy, but he just shrugged it off. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. What does her dad do again? He was a construct. He's a construction mogul. Okay. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, you said uh, white or Arab Persian? Or white. Arab. Arab. I'm going to go okay. Arab. Arab or white. No, 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 no. What was her name? Gina. What was her last name? Oh, Gina Rio. Rio. R-I-O. Ah, the Persian, man. See, the Persian or white. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they think. Paris Hilton's British counterpart, point, uh, counterpart, a cheddar, a honky, white. Kids ain't shit, Casper ass bitch. Carrie Bradshaw with a coke habit, white. Oh. Hugs and kisses or XOXO gossip girl, white. Eats cheese, limey cracker. Blank privilege. <laughs> the color of solid deodorant and powdered sugar. Oh. Clueless white. Correct answer. Black. No way. Yeah. Yes, we can put post the article. Yeah, maybe. that was one of the ones that I saw where I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that was a good curveball. <laughs> I would have never seen that coming. <laughs> I was looking at all these pictures, and she ain't too bad looking, but she's one of those chicks that you can tell it's the money and makeup that's got her looking like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she, she ain't got no ass whoop. Right? Yeah, she just need a whooping or some shit, man. That's pretty ashamed. Yeah, and her parents ain't got no backbone. All right, let's. Uh, ain't lying. Get see if we can squeeze a few more guests to race in here. You take care of me because you love me. Yes, but but bitch, you don't make 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 a fool out of me like this though. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, at what point do you just be like, I'm ready to like, Daddy, I ain't get my monthly allowance. Yeah, I read the paper, motherfucker. Yeah, that that would yeah yeah. The, the second that article posted, I'd be like, you know what? Mm-mm. Yeah, the paper where you was talking shit about me and how uh you, my my wife is a bitch and you don't love me. Yeah, that one. Uh, so yeah, you figure out how you are gonna pay for your business. That you, I'm the businessman around here. Um, all right. A South Carolina man is facing a domestic abuse charge after he allegedly threw a change jar at his living girlfriend. When she declined his request for oral sex. Oh. Edward Patrick, 44 years old, was arrested last night in Spartanburg in an apartment that he shares with Patricia Watson, 41. Not pictured. The woman told cops that the chain's jaw struck her in the left elbow, leaving a visible injury and causing it to bleed. While Patrick denied Watson's account of the confrontation, he refused to provide investigators with a written statement. 
Picture the near Jason Munshot. Patrick was booked in the county jail where Bond has been set. Guess the race of Mr. Edward Patrick, 44 years old. Um, white. White. All right. Might be another curveball, but I'm saying white. All right. Uh, Stephen Richards has <laughs> has one of these as a friend. Black. Uh, black. Randy Watson. Black. Niggas be mad when you don't suck that dick. Black. <laughs> oh Lord. Be <laughs> white. Uh, he doesn't see the problem. Cracker ass cracker. South Carolina. That's white fool. Two first names, white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, the correct answer is white. white. It was a white yes. man. I thought the Watson would throw people. Then the girlfriend's last name. <coughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh, Watson. Not after that last one, shit, I'm ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, here's one. A Pennsylvania woman was busted this week after threatening to bludgeon elementary school aged children to death with a shovel at a school bus stop in her in the latest unnerving event to shock an already jittery nation. Wow. By the way, I like when people fuck up, but it's just the wrong time to fuck up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, this shit ain't got nothing to do with Newton, but they was like, it's just the wrong time to be threatening <laughs> to beat up kids. Like, it's always wrong to try to beat up a bunch of <laughs> yes, fucking little kids. Is. <laughs> it's like not in November, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, not this time of the year. <laughs> uh, Simone L. Brooks, 35, of Lower Paxton Township, was reportedly charged with making terroristic threats, stalking, and harassment in connection with several incidents that occurred at a bus stop on her block. Additionally, Brooks reportedly performed a simulated strip tease before the tykes while perched on her porch in nothing but a bath towel. She reportedly yelled at them during this bit of exhibitionism. I'm understanding this woman less and less. <laughs> I, mean, I can understand wanting to beat up a bus full of kids, but stripping for them, that's where I draw the line. Brooks uh-huh. was taken into custody Friday morning outside her home. Authorities told PinLive.com as of Friday, she's being held in, on bond in lieu of $50,000. <coughs> the arrest comes exactly a week after the shooting massacre at Sandy Hook. See, this is fucked up. <laughs> they really just they just went and this next like two or three paragraphs is all about the Newton massacres and not about her. Wow. It was, yeah. Shit goes on. The bomb threat came just before hours with President Obama to arrive. Yeah, like, we just another reason to, to put that back in our Good grief. You fucked up at the wrong time. Anyway, uh guess this lady's uh race that threatened. I'm going white. Alright. Uh what was her name? Simone L was it Latin? Brooks? Simone L. Brooks. Oh, right. wait a minute. Simone Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, there's no other option for that. That's a black woman. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, has been in the friend zone in t- for 10 years white. Sophie D's mom. Now, I know a lot about pornography, so that is white. Uh, lover of cheeses. Uh, Negris, says T. <laughs> Negris. No, not enough people use that these days. Patty Mayonnaise's mama white. Aw. Uh, shout co- out to Doug. Yeah, shout out to Doug. Um, the correct answer is why? Uh, black. She was a black woman. Black, yeah. The name. Yeah. And she had uh, red weave, like, too. Or red. Oh, did they say that? I'm looking at the picture. She got. Oh, yeah, Baba, so you want to put the picture in there? <laughs> okay. um, I don't know if I can put the picture from a WordPress, from a, a regular article. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here's a link. All right. I'll put the link in there for you guys if you want to see uh, what she looks like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that hell. Let's just say uh, when you see this picture, you might think about uh, a song 
that uh goes i'm so hood <laughs> like, i can believe that she did that shit like you ever see a mug shot and just go mm-hmm you yeah. did that yeah yeah she got one of them mug shots she's smiling and shit but i like nah you did that you try to oh, beat them my kids gosh. <laughs> you threatening them kids girl yeah looking like oh, rainbow she got right that red thing on her head <laughs> she killed some star wars animal for that um and she was stripping too oh mm-hmm. uh a 26 year old woman came home on christmas to find a man she never seen before folding her laundry oh shit and her urban oh, park Santa Claus was coming to town. Yes, he was. And doing laundry shit, he could stay in. A judge set bail at $125,000 for Paul Edge, who police said lives in the same block. Edge, 58, is a registered sex offender. Oh, shit. Wrong place, wrong time. Yes, it is, sir. He was charged with violation of sex offender registration, a felony, and misdemeanor count of criminal trespass. Did she bust that children? I like how they threw that misdemeanor in there. Oh, it didn't mean that he's a child sex predator. He could just be like a rapist kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Always thinking the worst of people. <laughs> the woman told tri- the Tribune she had been away for Christmas but returned home Tuesday night with her fiancé. And found Ed sitting cross-legged on her living room floor, folding her laundry. He had been camped out there for a hot minute. Police said he also claimed he had cleaned the apartment. Oh, shit. It was pretty scary, she said. I want to hear how he, how good a job he did. That's, what That's I mine, yeah. It's like, I was scared as shit, but my floors, you could eat off of them. I cleared. It smelled like pine salt. Yeah. Uh, the woman said, yeah, he got rid of that smell. Uh, the woman said she and her fiance both sensed something wrong when they saw a piece of her luggage outside the home. Her fiance, apparently she's dating Obi-Wan Kenobi. Can, I guess so. Could feel it in the force. Her fiance walked in first and they both spotted Edge. He was going through my laundry, folding my sports bra, and he said he was here to do the dishes. Oh Lord! No, he's no, you know he definitely sniffed that sports bra. By the way, in her drawers and everything too. Yeah, titty residue. Uh, but Edge actually ah! left the place a mess, leaving fifteen cigarette butts in the kitchen. Damn, he had been there for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> he had time to wash and wash and fold clothes. He been there for a while. Fifteen cigarette butts. Shit. Uh, the woman called police and the officers got to the scene and interviewed Edge, who told them someone let him inside and asked him to clean the home. Okay. Yeah, right. So, okay. <laughs> you know how that happens. Sometimes you just let someone just opens the door, like, clean my house. Yes. Sex for free? Sex predator. Can you please come in and clean my house? Um, so yeah, uh, he was, he was convicted in Lake County of aggravated criminal sexual abuse of a 15 year old. Karen was right. And a crime that occurred when he was 51. Uh, so, yeah, uh, guess the race of Mr., uh, what's his last name? Paul Edge, Mr. Paul Edge. All, all parties involved are white. All right, chat, let's check the chat room. The window is unlocked. Okay, Chester Molester, wannabe Mr. Jody White. Mysterious man from X-Files White. Lacking an addition of color, I'm Chris Hansen White. Only white sex predators are desperate to go out in public. One who bites bottom lip while dancing. <laughs> ah! Oh, Lord. Ballhead Mr. Clean White. The chick called him from upstairs while she was in the shower. He waited like Chris Hansen. Paul is his name. White. Alfred the butler. Observer from the fringe. <laughs> white. Cracker, cracker, cracker. 
and last name is Edge White. So everybody got that right. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody gets black. Damn, I don't want to end on a gimme. God damn. <laughs> it, was too, it was too easy, man. All right, here we go. A man with three children in a car got angry. We've all been on these road trips, taking three kids somewhere. It can be, I'm sure it can be nerve-wracking and frustrating. Am I right, Mr. Gates? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, this man is taking his three kids in the, on a trip in a car. And he got angry because no one would say which child passed gas. I think we, did we do this one? Well, we did this, Karen. <coughs> Okay, well, I'll, anyway, if we did it, I'll skip it then. My bad. I think we did. You that sure? was black, by the way. Oh, well, the correct answer was white, but it didn't count, so don't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we did okay. do that one. Okay, we definitely did that one. Mm-hmm. And I think we did. <laughs> I like when I just gloss over what the story is about, and then I think to myself, like, how fucked up it is. I was just about to be like, didn't we do the HIV lady that stabbed somebody in the head? Yeah, we did that, right? Yeah, the prostitute that had sex with him knowingly. So, yeah, we did that one. So, which one are we at? Okay. I know we didn't do this one. A naked man who uh, Athens Clark police say assaulted his girlfriend in Athens this week told officers he was stripped of his clothing because he lost a game of beer pong. Oh, oh my. White. <laughs> officers said they were called to an apartment about 1.20 a.m. Tuesday when a woman complained her roommate was assaulted by her boyfriend. The first officer to arrive heard sounds of a struggle and a woman crying loudly in the apartment. After knocking on the door, the officer said a woman with a bloody lip answered. So, like, that's always weird to me. Like, you're beating somebody. Cops knock on the door. Well, you just let her, like, go answer the door. Like, what? <laughs> like, nigga, you're going to jail for sure. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, good night. I hope you, I hope you're using this time to put your shoes on and, uh, yeah, prepare yourself. Get your coat, cause your, get your ass, overnight bag. Yeah, you need to just lay on the ground, put your arms behind your ass. Uh, the first officer to arrive, okay, yeah. The officer said he saw a naked man in the living room, a milk jug with something in it on the table, along with several plastic cups. One of the cups had two ping pong balls in it. The naked man, 19-year-old Jamar Darnell Thomas, explained that he wasn't wearing any clothes as a consequence of losing a game of beer pong. Uh, Beer pong is a drinking game, and Thomas apparently was playing a version that requires the removal of clothing. Strip beer pong. I don't know if you can do that. Strip beer pong. Either during or after the game, he and his girlfriend got into some kind of political argument. Oh, Lord. Talking about Democrats and Republicans, according to police. Oh, shit. The woman did use... Do you know what's funny is I haven't read this article before. I'm piecing together the exact races of everybody in my own head as I'm reading this like I know what happened. Uh, The woman then used Thomas's phone to send a text message to her roommate. Then when Thomas tried to see it, the girlfriend snatched away the phone and slapped Thomas in the face. Shit. Thomas then grabbed the woman by the shoulders and dragged her out to the to the uh, dragged her to the bathroom bedroom, but he let her go after the crash. They crashed into a mirror door, breaking it. The woman told officers Thomas threw her into the door and that her head hit the door. Officers saw the broken glass door, holes in the wall where the victim said were made by Thomas punching them, and also damage to the bedroom door near the, near the lock. The twenty two year old victim. Locked herself in the bedroom, and Thomas told officers he was still naked while kneeling at the door, begging to be let in. 
uh, police arrested Thomas on charges of battery and criminal damage to property. The charges fall under the Family Violence Act because Thomas and the victim occasionally live together at the Athens apartment complex. According to that, really? That's all it takes? I thought it was going to say some type of, uh, you know, uh, what is it? common law marriage or something. Common law. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I guess it was a little more lax um, wherever this shit happened at. So, uh, guess the race, man, of uh, Mr. That's a that's a black couple there. All right, Jamel Jamar Darnell Thomas. All right, let's check the chat room. Someone who grew up watching Sesame Street, black. <laughs> ah! yes. Sam Jackson and Black Snake Moan, blackity black. Token Aww. black dude who is pledging for a white frat. This is the whitest story ever. Um, Django Unchained. <laughs> Nigger who didn't know not to get drunk with white folks, and his girl is white too. I mean, white. Fuck, says D. Palm. Ah! Black, says Rico. That's a shine right there, says Steve Warner. I like that old school racism. Black dude who tried to outdrink his Caucasian frat brothers. Big mistake. Trinidad James, black nigger. Hot tar black. And drinks flavor A because he can't afford Kool-Aid. Oh, Lord. Uh, first of all, sir, no black person can't afford Kool-Aid. So I don't know what the fuck kind of answer that was. That certainly ain't niggas will spend that extra nickel, dog. I don't know who you grew up around, <laughs> but you always had that extra nickel. I, if it came between three packs of Flavor Aid and one of Kool Aid, Kool Aid's getting copped every fucking time, dog. I don't know. Yeah, flavor Aid nasty as a motherfucker. Right? Ain't it though? It's terrible. I ain't never been. You know how ostracized you get in a black family playing some fucking Flavor Aid? If I ask for Kool Aid. <laughs> I ain't never coming down your projects again, if nigga. You do, you better not say nothing. No, I can tell. You, you can't yeah, hide I mean, that. Yeah, the way it tastes, but but you tricking people, though. That's some shit you better say up front. Like, hey, man, let me get some Kool-Aid. Oh, hold up, bro. Don't pull that out. That, uh, that ain't the- yeah, yeah I, ain't, I ain't trying to start, start, start no fight over no Kool-Aid. That's for the kids now. That ain't for uh, the adult. Hell thing. yeah, but like, that's for the kids. Let, let them drink that bullshit. The adult, kid, the adult Kool-Aid is in the back freezer, the little freezer. Um, All right, well, the correct answer is black. And, uh... Nobody should have missed that. Jamar Darnell Thomas. Come on now. <laughs> How did anyone guess white on this? Beer pong threw y'all off that much? <laughs> Clearly there's a white there's a blood there's a black dude dating a white woman and she was like, Let's play some beer pong, because only white people do shit like that. And this nigga couldn't handle it. You never try to outdrink these white folks. This is Oh no. It's fucking science. Alright, man. <laughs> Well, uh, this has been another episode of Blackout Tips, man. I had one of our favorite guests on here. Uh, hopefully, everybody got to enjoy them. Yes. Um, it was a lot of fun, man. Definitely. Hey, we appreciate it, man. Make sure you guys go and check out uh, the Haterasi radio show. Please do, y'all. It's on iTunes. Uh, I believe it's on Stitcher. And you can go to Haterasi.com. Uh, he has a lot of premium content there. Uh, you can go sign up for a monthly uh, fee. Mm-hmm. Um I think last time I checked, it's only $5 a month. So you can go sign up, man. Get, uh, Jupiter Turn, where he talks about, um, all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, the Illuminati and conspiracy theories and things like that. I know a lot of people are into that. Um, get, get your pimp game up or your John game up. Yeah. A lot, of, you are. a lot of y'all, you know, I know you got a little taste of the game today. He's like, okay, I'm going to be giving my number to women. Stop, stop asking for numbers. That's why I was fucking up. Um, and, uh, yeah. So now, now you guys, know and uh you can go find out even more stuff 
about uh how to turn your square ass into uh a square that got a little bit more game and that's really what you need to be looking ah! for <laughs> don't get carried yeah. away don't get carried away nigga um but yeah make sure you guys go do that man of course check us out the blackout tips uh blackouttips.com uh leave us a five-star review on itunes um the saturday show will be late because i think i'm gonna have to work um that morning so nigga still got jobs y'all keep donating i know um, right but yeah make sure you check us out check out the store all that good stuff man follow us all on twitter all the contact information is in the about section um so until saturday afternoon or night sometime uh i love you you too baby Mwah. See?